listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Nova Brown, levitating, jiggy and dashikis in La Hada car, 54 chasing diamond runners, head and ice bound, where every chiller dime can get your Harlem buck struck, fit, freezing heart, world heist Hollywood, Madam Butterfly, let me in your house, a pleasure. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, with your host Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house on the late edition um, feedback show on a Saturday afternoon, actually. Yep, yep. Um, because we had to put Karen's car in the shop. So continue to donate, please. I um, know, I know. You. Yeah, um, my, my, my steering wheel, y'all, was like, fuck this. You ain't turn left or right. It is straight only, ma'am. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we, you know, we had to get that looked at. But, um, you know, we had to move the show just in case we would have been able to pick up the car, which we were not able to. So no. might as well did the show. But... We didn't whatever know, yes we didn't know rather be safe than sorry no way we could have known that but mm-hmm. uh if you're listening to this you should know this is the blackout test podcast and you can find this show a bunch of ways the easiest of which being go to the blackouttest.com check out the about section find all the information you need to know for the show all the yep, contact yep. information uh i have stopped answering people's questions on google about like what time is the show what yep. is the site how do yep. i email you what's the phone number the blackout tip slash about gives you all that information. If you're not writing it down during the show or you haven't put it in your phone yet, eh, well, that's mm-hmm. God bless. As yeah. Jay Z would say. Yeah, because uh, 
you know, we and Roger sat down and we made an executive decision. Um, and the meeting that we have, see, y'all don't know that about this. We have pre-meetings, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. And we decided that we were both going to be mutual on this. So, yeah. if, you know, you don't hear back from me. I do got a lot of followers, but if you don't hear back from me, that's why. Yeah. So you leave me no choice. I leave you no voice. <laughs> Believe you me, son. I hate to see it. I hate to do it just as much as you hate to see it done. Now, um, make sure you guys, you know, go to the about section uh, or just listen to the show and write it down. Cause I always say, you know, the email is the blackout tips at gmail.com. The phone number is 704-557-0186. You can talk to us live Saturday mornings or afternoon, depending on what the show is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can talk to us live or you can leave us a voicemail throughout the week. Um, and we all play those on today's show, which is the feedback show. Yep. Um, you and, can also, mm-hmm. I must say, and also, um, sign up for the emails because if you decide up you didn't know who was coming on that too today yeah go to the blackoutists.com there's a thing like, hey you want to sign up for the email updates we yes. got that for no reason because we do change shit y'all yeah very easy because i you know i put a change in there mm-hmm. i mean typically the show is always at the same time anyway but you know in case there's a change you want to know keep keep yourself abreast of it follow us on vocal which is what we use as a platform mm-hmm. to uh broadcast vocal will let you know by email too yeah it will also email you two hours before every show and say hey this is when they're going to be live check it out yes and it will email you after the show and say hey you missed it go watch it yeah so there's no excuses people mm-hmm. So capital double A, stop asking me dumb, dumb ass questions. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Nigga Google. Um, all right, man. iTunes. You can leave us five star reviews on iTunes. We read them all on the show. Um, regardless of content. Now, if you want to say something bad about the show and you're not sure that we'll read it on an email or you want to put it in a comment, then you know sometimes I'll just be like, eh, fuck your comment. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you, your voicemail might be too long, but we will read the full content of whatever you leave we on sure iTunes will. if it's five stars only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only five stars, though. That's it. Not four stars. Nope. Not one star because you hate the show. Five stars. Yep. And, and then it, tell us how you hate the show. Yep, and it was high. We make the standard high, but five is as high as they go. That's right. Um. So, yeah, make sure you guys do that stuff and, uh, you know, like us on Stitcher. Facebook, we're over 3,000 likes right now, Woo-hoo! which is insane. Amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah. So make sure you guys do that. Donate to the show. Top right hand corner of the blackouttips.com. You can do one time donations, recurring donations, completely up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is pretty much an at will operation. So uh, the people that donate, we appreciate it. Thank you very much for uh, putting in on this, man. Um, we're basically just providing the entertainment for you. And uh, anytime that you uh, put in on it, it helps us out. Anytime you uh, deal with one of our sponsors, it helps us out. It does. Um, so, you know, it's just a tremendous way to spread the word about the show. Um, I would say donate your account, but we found out that's going away at the end of December. That's nuts. Yeah, apparently donate a uh, guy who donate your account said, fuck Twitter, I'm out. So Yeah, they they was giving him a hard time. And it's sad, though, because he was like, basically he had a, a letter Roger showed me. The letter basically said, hey. I was going to actually do some more grand stuff with it, but Twitter wanted to cap how many tweets uh, the system is allowed, and they want to monitor, they wanted to have control of everything. He's like, no, y'all can't have control of everything. I will pay you for this. They're like, no, we don't give a damn about your money. We want control. Like, okay, fuck you. I shut the whole damn thing down. Yeah, that's what happens. Twitter acted like a punk, and they shut yeah, the shit down. Yeah, d- so. do you want to monetize on Twitter or not? That's the question. Yeah, no more donate your account. Um, of course, you can email the show, theblackoutters at gmail.com. Um, if I haven't said that, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm um, saying that again, Dad. It's in D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Mm-hmm. 
and uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes, sir all right man let's get into some podcasting um i guess first things first uh let's talk about the people who gave us some money because mm-hmm. those are my all my favorite people um if you want to know how can i be one of the favorite people on the podcast give me some money so there you go <laughs> i love is for sale we've said that many of times mm-hmm. we're the opposite of j-lo um it sure is i love does cost a thing dollars <laughs> um uh girl J- janie um w she donated to the show mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate it um very much she started uh she did a recurring donation thank you sweetie which means we'll see her next month mm-hmm. hollywood larian Thank you, Larian. We've been a guest on the show, had his own podcast before. He also put in on the show, man, with a recurring donation. My man, Marcus C., recurring donation. Thank you, Marcus. We'll see you next month, man, yes. just in time for Halloween. Buy some candy. Uh, Marvin B. <laughs> yes, Marvin, Marvin B. B. Uh, he uh, <laughs> donated to the show with a recurring donation. Uh, we appreciate it, man. Um my man Will S. William S. Um, he donated to the show a one-time donation. We appreciate that, man. Um, we he's, do. He's the homie Record Pride on Twitter, um, and a real cool dude. Real uh, big fan of the show, man. Real supportive. Um, plus, he know about uh, Anthony Anthony Morrow, aka Mo from downtown. Blam in your face. Um, and of course, Jessica Kane, who uh, puts in on this. Um, you know, uh, former or maybe even current vegetarian. Remember, she did the vegetarian thing yes, and uh, thank you, took it sweetie. to the next level. Angela P. with the recurring donation. We appreciate that. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much. Um, you know, like I said, it's that stuff that keeps us going, man. And we had a lot of uh, recurring donations this week because, um, you know, people love us, Karen. And uh, Yes, they do. We feel you. the love. Thank you. Um, all right. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get into some uh, feedback. We have iTunes reviews, got the page, we have uh, voicemails and stuff like that. Um, I guess we'll start with, uh, let's do some iTunes reviews. Yes, sir. All right, let's check this out. Of course, to leave an iTunes review, what do you have to do, Karen? To leave an iTunes review, if you have any Apple device, go into your iTunes on your Apple device. You should already be logged in. And search up the black guy who tips, and you can leave us a comment straight from your Apple device. If you do not have an Apple device, please go to iTunes.com and register your account. You do not have to have an Apple device to do this. And type our name, the black guy who tips, and up underneath our name, it will say leave a review. Click there and leave a review and leave us five stars, and we will read your comment. And also, we want to tell people if you are outside of the United States, we know that that Canada and Mexico is connected to the United States. But Apple's like, no, we're doing United States only, so you have to let us know if you are outside of the United States. And we will read your comments, and we thank you guys for every single one of them. Yeah, so make sure you guys do that because it helps out the show. It does. Now, with no further ado, let's read a couple five-star reviews. We got four this week. My man Aaron B., a.k.a. Ashley 3 Classy, says, Hey, Mrs. Karen, sup, Rod? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just wanted to finally leave you a five-star review i feel that this is the least i could do since you have given us the listeners hundreds of hours of great podcasting and stress relief i am a regular in the chat now and try to listen to your show live as much as possible and when i take long trips i definitely play your podcast if i'm driving you guys even have my wife cracking up at the articles and guests on the show and she does not listen to podcasts at all 
Woo-hoo. She's like, fuck your podcast, except this one. I like that. <laughs> they funny. It's a keeper right there, Aaron. Good job. Yes. Uh, keep it up, he says. And you're right. The people that like your show are the cool people, intelligent mm-hmm. and still sarcastic. The best kind. Yes. Yeah, we do have the dopest audience. As I, far as yes, I'm concerned. Yes. We got, for real. <laughs> I, 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 I know other people got audiences too, but our audiences, we, we talking about y'all. Y'all the best ever. <laughs> yeah, I've dealt with other people, um, audiences and, uh, you guys are by far the coolest. Yes, y'all are. Um, and we, all we have to do is a little bit of pruning. We just be like, mm-mm, you crazy. You gotta go. Mm-hmm. You can't be lying about the First Amendment, dog. Um, mm-hmm. uh, thank you again for sharing your time and effort with us guys. And when you guys do start getting paid to do this podcast thing, well, we can only hope. Okay. Ashley, I hope oh, so. That, that's the goal. If we do, then get y'all paid, be five days a week for real. Yeah. Oh, don't even, don't even get me started. I know. Can't wait to quit. Oh. I said that again. I want to moonwalk out the office too. Hell yeah, cause he, cause see, the thing is, we already got it set up. Roger quit before me. I stay on for a while. <laughs> so for the health insurance. For the, yeah, for the health insurance. Like, like I keep my same hours. I stay on for a while. I don't mind, you know, doing the podcast, you know, <laughs> every day at five o'clock. We be your afternoon drive and your afternoon <laughs> mix if you're on the West Coast. We don't give a damn. Oh, um, so, uh, I'm, I'm prepared. It says, so once you do get paid for this podcast, they just remember us little guys and keep the podcast free. Shout out to the chat. We will. Peace. Aaron V, aka Ashy Three Classy. Uh, yeah, yeah. man, we'll keep, that's one of the goals. Keep the podcast free, free as long as possible. Yep. I, I see a lot of people, um, the way they use their podcast, um, you know, ability or the way they get paid. You know, they, they have all these different methods and, you know, not, not begrudging any of them, man. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it full time, you got to find a way to get paid. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. As a fan, it just kind of sucks when it's like, uh, there's like one method is like, you get the first hour free and then you got to pay for the rest. And it's like, no, damn. No. Sometimes the show's just getting good at an hour. You're like, now nah, I got to go and subscribe, you know, yeah, for we, a year yeah. to hear the rest of this show. Nah, like, wow. we, we, we wouldn't dare do that. If, if we were to do this full time, we, y'all would have extra, extra content like that you couldn't get for, cause yeah. we're not charging for nothing. We're going to charge it's going to be worth it. Well, I don't, you know what? I think we're talking like we know, we don't know. No. Let's just say we don't know. But like, I don't, those are my ideas. Yeah, the idea is y'all will get some, y'all will get the podcast free. That, that's the goal. And I, you know, it's even uncomfortable talking about you it know, is. that. But to be honest, man, at some point, if you're going to make that decision to do something full time, you do have to fi- finance it somehow. So yeah, and I'm going to let you know right now, right? So he going to move while my ass is going to Dougie the fuck out of that office place. <laughs> I'm be doing a hammer, the cabbage patch. She's like, well, what's wrong with her? This is my last day, y'all. You ain't giving no notice, bitch. I don't got to. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so funny. Five stars from to, uh, Triple from Tacoma. Y'all got the gut laugh out of me along with some tears with that mystical mess this week. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> I can't believe so many people were shocked. That those were the words of the song. You, I knew you know, so many people. You know, a lot of people said it was their first time hearing that version of it. Because you know, if you really, you know, yeah. years ago when we were kids, you know, you heard the radio, quote unquote, radio version of but it. How could you radio that out? You'll be, you, you'll be amazed. You know I how mean, you know how Power Nine Eight used like? to be terrible. I got my in my hand. Be cool. You know that's how it used to sound. Mm, I yeah. guess it still sounds rapey to me. Yeah, it does. The tone of his Mommy, voice. Mommy, what does he have in his hand? Mm-hmm, baby. Yeah. Uh. Rod and Karen, five stars from Shells Bells. Favorite podcast by far, two exclamation points. That awkward moment when Karen tanks on elliptical 
causing me to double over in guttural laughter in the middle of a crowded manhattan subway car <laughs> oh karen i heart you <laughs> i heart you too baby <laughs> rob everybody everybody always puts that rob on my name that rob yep rob i fucks with you too son i look looked out for my look out for my donation this weekend i don't want to inadvertently come close to missing a week of shows yeah you guys are so close to missing some shows <laughs> uh you should I, I looked at that show i was like that, no that doesn't say that's 97 percent of our bandwidth that's being used <laughs> yeah i went and checked i was like so it should renew on oh my god that's three weeks from now apparently uh everybody's about to get fucked out of some shows so <laughs> yeah it's getting close man but it resets on the fourth so we should just barely we make i said we we should be straight yeah good god man by the matter hey 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 you want you you know you you, you know Potomac like selling crack to a podcast. You 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 you, you know you about to run out. You you, yeah. you know you want to smoke. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Like at Upgrade. some point we might have to just take some of the old episodes out just to not fuck up the bandwidth. bandwidth. Yes, good grief. A lot man. of people not gonna like that life because a lot of people like to go all the way back to the first one. Yeah, right. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But yeah. um, yeah. What were you gonna say? Ken? And the the funny part about when I tanked that word, somebody uh, I forgot who it was somebody hit up Larry and it was like. Larian uh pointed, you know, like got on me about that. And I was like, Hey, I'm glad he did, cause you know Rogers let me talk. <laughs> yeah. I can't get all the tanks, y'all. It's hard. She's a tanking machine. <laughs> I know. Tanking, tanking, tanking. <laughs> dun dun dun, she's taking machine. <laughs> oh, baby. I told him it did fine. It, I'm fine. Me and Larry cool like that. Keep pointing them out, Larry. <laughs> uh, look out for my donation this weekend. I, yeah, okay. As I type this review, I have a separate window open for the live feed on vocal, and I'm thoroughly enjoying the soap opera co-workers discussion. Laugh my ass off. Keep up the good work. Shells. Thank you, baby. Yeah, matter of fact, if you're in the chat room right now watching us live, open up another window and um, go on iTunes and type us a review. Five mm-hmm. stars only, please. Yep, five stars only. There you go, man. Let's see. She is smart. I like her. Even though she called me the wrong name. Thanks for the last five stars. Well, from- y'all black, so you know, you do look like you rob, Rod. Uh, five stars. <laughs> Thanks for the last from A. Molina. A dozen episodes into this podcast. Only a dozen, Karen. Only a dozen. A dozen episodes into this podcast, and I'm hooked. Love the show. You make my work day fly by. Thank you. <laughs> I still love you, baby. Thank you very um, I know. Okay. <laughs> Cause I was like, he say nothing. I was like, oh well. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying you trolling me. I'm trying to read these reviews. I I can't respond to all this trolling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just do your thing back there, Miss Daisy. I I drive. <laughs> You better drive me to the right location so don't be getting me lost. Uh you how you gonna sound like the slave? <laughs> And you supposed to be Miss Daisy. Well, them and my Miss Daisy black. <laughs> she an old black Miss Daisy. That's right. <laughs> they need to remake that in 2012. Oh, that'd be classic. Old, old black Miss Daisy with like uh uh Michael Caine as the as the driver. Oh, that'd be so epic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, a dozen. Yeah. So, uh, A. Molina, thank you very much for the five star review. Um, and we will um, you know, we'll be looking forward to more reviews from other people, man. Yes. Uh, appreciate the people. It only takes a few seconds to actually go do that but you know you'd be surprised how many people won't even take the time to log in and do stuff like that so. yes it don't and y'all it don't take a few seconds and you know what it ain't got to be long put a smiley face we don't give a damn 
just yeah. leave us five stars all right um let's see what else we got we have the page mm-hmm. we have some voicemails and stuff mm-hmm. uh we'll do the voicemails um let's do those uh, uh later yeah yeah let's do the page all right so we'll go to the page the blackouttips.com you can go in you can vote in the polls you can leave comments on your vote in the poll you can actually leave comments on each episode a bunch of ways to leave feedback for us for the show uh get your voice heard uh you know your commentary out there i'm sure you guys have lots of things uh that you would like to speak on and uh this is one easy way to do so uh, last Saturday's feedback episode was episode 360, The Humanity of the Chickens, uh, where Chill left some epic voicemails uh, <laughs> um, for about ranting about chickens and their humanity. Yes. What uh, about the chickens, Chill? What about them? We had a comment on the episode. I believe uh, Tyrone wrote in and uh, he was saying some stuff and he kind of went hard on Gabby and, he, and I can't remember if he called her some name or something. I had to be like, hey, calm down with that, man. Like we're all fans here we're all friends let's not get the name calling because i don't feel like like being somebody's moderator and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> so he actually left uh uh an apology for gabby he said first off apologies to gabby but last week i was not referring to her comments but simply piggybacking on chill's comments about the writer of the article talking down on the first lady we love gabby and any comments she has to add sorry for the confusing piece out so I guess he was talking about the lady who wrote that article yeah. on okay. Michelle Obama, which, like I said, I, honestly, I can't remember what you said last week. <laughs> so hopefully you didn't just be like, yeah, that bitch, fuck her. Like, you know, that's still a little crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, we definitely appreciate, you know, um, the apology we do. to Thank Gabby. Thank you, sweetie. Because, you know, we love us some Gabby, man. We she puts do. In on this and she lets y'all pick on her every week and yeah, doesn't she does. say shit even so. when she ain't looking for it that's a lot tougher than y'all would imagine i know it's so <laughs> like listen to a she show like, like a champ too yeah like you listen to a show and someone's just like y'all man she is crazy as hell god damn it's like all right well uh hopefully this segment will be over fast um <laughs> the poll for episode 260 was do you think lupe fiasco believe what believes what he says mm-hmm. and i was actually shocked Shocked yeah. at the results of this poll. Looking at the numbers, yeah. Um, mm. Yes, 46%. No, 54% of people do not believe Lupe Fiasco believes what he says. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying you guys are wrong. I'm just, I thought public perception was more that uh, he does believe it and he's mm. just, you know, kind of crazy and out there. But looks like a the majority of people are like uh no he's full of shit he doesn't believe it he's saying it to sell records and uh that's all it is to it and so, wow I'm, I'm gonna tell you this i don't know what the fuck is going on but last night you know you know the high-pitched button when they do the the public broadcast thing that yeah that shit came on back to back it said i was looking at it was like what's going on it was like uh yeah go outside do some constructive Fool liquor to Lupe Fiasco. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this commercial? Wow. The commercial made no sense at all. That's you, his commercial for his album? Yeah, babe, you got to see it. It made no sense. You know what's crazy is... None. You know what's crazy is that um, he is a rap artist that has enough money behind him to get commercials for his album. True. You, you just don't see that often at all anyway. Mm-mm. Most have to grind hard and be underground. No, I mean, like... Not even I can't even remember if I've seen a commercial for a Jay Z album um, on TV in the last like five or ten years. Mm-mm. Not not on TV. Yeah, that mm-hmm. man, Lupe's got some backing, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
um cameron uh oh wait the hyena says people who are slightly off see their worldview through their eyes so he probably believes he is the martyr of hip-hop so um uh, maybe maybe he does i don't know cameron b says i think most of the stuff he says he believes it but there are those times when he just does stuff to get his name out i mean when he posted that stuff on twitter he was just trying to incite people and get them talking about his name and hoping that his album would be involved in the conversation somewhere yeah that's a good point man because you know i find listening to his music there's not much of the interview quote-unquote lupe in the music Mm -hmm. like it's 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 almost like two separate people yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say two separate people, but I'm just saying like it's there, but it's not the message. True to most of his stuff. Songs, most most yeah. of his stuff is overwhelmingly positive. True, overwhelmingly educational and informative True. to a certain extent, and very uh, thought provoking. Very intro- like a lot of introspection. But then, you know, so and he's also skilled. But then when you hear him in the interview, it just sounds like a guy who's like fuck the government, fuck voting, fuck the president. We are the real terrorists. America is the real problem. And it's just like, wow, is that is that's pretty much all you got to say about it? And then you go listen to the album, you're like, I don't feel like that's all you're saying. But I don't know. He's a fire starter for sure. Yes, he is. The next episode was Mr. Cow's Day Off, episode 361. Um, and uh, we had some comments um, on the episode. Actually, we had five comments, so I guess a lot of people wanted to chime in on <laughs> this one. Had something to say, didn't you? Tyrone says, I got that virus too, Rod. No shame in mine. I was going to fix that motherfucker irregardlessly. Irregardlessly. Ah, that's a new word. The mystical slander is hilarious, even though I'm from New Orleans. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's slander to be like, play on your music. That's all I did was hit play. That's it. I don't think you need to have a lot of slander. To, 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 I didn't add anything to that, but no, listen that, to this. That was edit. That was not edited. Not, right. not touched up by us at all. We we don't have a, a team that's chopping and screwing, as as Phenom and would say. <laughs> yeah, he was None of that's going on. He's doing that chopping and screwing yeah. himself, screwing yeah. them girls. He was chopping them in the neck and screwing them. Yes, he um, was. Chopping them in the mouth and screwing them. <laughs> um, I, uh, so, yeah, and that virus, man, I got rid of it. But, yeah, I, I bet a lot of people don't, like, they just get that virus. They don't Google anything. And, and they it's, panic. It's difficult to get off because... It, it it when you start your computer it goes straight to that unless you hit uh, hold down like f8 when you first start or control f8 or something like that when oh. you first start your computer up and since they don't google anything anymore which man i, don't I just don't know and how, how do people live in this world without googling shit before asking a question it google has every answer there i, I pretty much built this website the studio a lot of the shit Straight up off of Google, man. And I'm I'm proud of myself. I figured I had to do some shit on my own with Google too. I'm proud yeah, of myself. Yeah, that was something I had to actually impart that knowledge to Karen. Yeah, cause yeah, cause I was like that too, y'all. Yeah, yeah. And like she would ask me stuff. Well, how do you do such and such? I'm like, did you try doing anything before you asked me? <laughs> but like I know. not even yeah, like not even like did like did you try resetting it? Did you hit re- the refresh button at the top of the screen? No, like. Okay, you, you, you don't even you don't give a fuck about my time or yours. You cool with this? <laughs> so you know what? I, I I take my own advice now. So by the time I come to him, I've done everything, and then if he get an attitude with me, I got an attitude back because I'm like, yeah. nigga, I done tried everything. Well, the conversation first of all, far less attitudes. 
and the conversation goes a lot smoother when i go well did you hit refresh yes i already did that okay did you turn the computer on and off yes, yes. i already did that oh cool like I, now i got a starting point where i'm like cool seven things i don't have to do to start this fucking process that's people. that's true that's true so now i try to be sure i exhaust everything before yeah. i I appreciate that. You're I'll, welcome, sir. Uh, the mystic, cause, cause that's the thing, man. The women hold you hostage. It's not like I can't fix it. You know what I mean? It's not Ooh. like that's an option where I could just be like, you know what? Fuck you and your computer, Karen. Just <laughs> like I gotta fix it somehow. That's what a vagina is. <laughs> it's, it's not fair. It's not fair. Cameron B says that that mystical slander was so good it had me dying at work. And I will say about him being a porn star, he will be the second nigga to get fired on his day off. <laughs> oh, not the second one. Record Prize says, I haven't dropped y'all a line in a minute, but I fucking lost it during that mystical segment. Karen had me in tears laughing in my hotel room during that whole bit. <laughs> Great shit, fam. I'll drop some green sugar donation this weekend for sure. Keep making them mad. The Blackout Tips, nation number one. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetie. And yeah, she she had me uh dying. I, I could barely finish that segment. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing here on your day off? I was laughing about that at work. <laughs> um that Miles Long, porn name, uh Q Dental Three ah. on Twitter says that mystical shit was too funny. I mean, after you played the beginning of Shake Your Ass, I was like, this ain't going to end good for the man right here. <laughs> no, it didn't. This nigga actually says in the last verse of the song, stop your crying, heifer. I, I don't need all that. I mean, what oh. kind of what kind of Ike Turner shit is that? How you going to rape a bitch and tell her to stop crying like you did? Like you just oh, did baby. take a like you just didn't take a fucking cookies. I guess that nigga really had no limit. <laughs> that's right to what he would do he was a no limit soldier no limit for life yeah yeah you need to be a no means no limit yes uh he, he there really, are limits sir he really had no limit or no limits see what i did there hey rod i don't i know you don't fuck with frats but i was wondering can i be the official q dog of the podcast uh i'm gonna say yeah just because um q's is crazy and strong as fuck so okay yeah <laughs> you be like you can have that one sir the q's is the only frat we ain't gonna fight you that's the only frat where like them niggas just show up and it's like yeah man let's just go <laughs> yeah for not, yeah yeah not, it, was, it was like you know what i don't know what's happening but uh yeah. the party over for me the party right. over y'all can stay but for it's me like, the party over. yeah q's show up two days later it's like yeah man seven niggas got stomped out at the party like, yes i told y'all that but that's why i left when i see when i seen them seen the seen them colors like you know i got to go home i gotta yeah. go like cute all at least on our campus cues was scary they got kicked off the campus yes they did and like they got kicked off of hazing and like half the niggas is in football so it's like football players <laughs> football players tapped out on some hazing shit i don't even want to know what they do me no i'm good and if i ever get the nerve to call in you can use atomic dog as my background music Actually, uh, I decide what the background music is. We'll, we'll tell you what the background music is. I'm sorry. I'm not that scared of the cues. No one dictates what the show does. <laughs> you think Larry and Lights Lotus Flower Bomb is his music when he calls in? No. <laughs> but that is his man, Wale. Um, I know this nigga Rod is like, nigga, I ain't doing all that work. Correct. <laughs> anyway, love the show and fuck all the haters of the Black Eyed Tips. Yeah, we don't have very many haters, but yeah, you're right. Fuck them. 
Uh, <laughs> Yolo yeah, the Jew. Yeah, we keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. Yolo the Jew says, fuck yeah, Larian. No homo. So, yeah, they're very excited that Larian was on the show. He's a very popular guest. And yes, he is. Are big fans. Yes, they love that new Larian mixtape. <laughs> right here. New no, no Larian. Larian. We got that new shit. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> cool. Um... The the the, t- the poll for the show we talked about an article where it was saying in like Manhattan the new tip level that people wanted to start charging was gonna be like thirty percent or something like mm-hmm. that, which is a lot, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a lot, a lot, man. Um, so uh, the poll was should the new suggested tip level be twenty five percent? Most people at this point think it's about fifteen to twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I overtip, I constantly overtip, yeah. Karen overtips. Yes, sir. But I bet you if you moved it up to 30%, I no longer be considered an overtipper. Like, that's probably about where I'm at, yeah. about 30%. Yeah, that's probably what we end up doing. Yeah, you do a really good job. It's like 30%, you know, mm-hmm. depending on where I'm at and all that stuff, I'm sure it would vary, but, yep. um, yeah, yeah so I, that, that's the standard, you know. Yeah, depending on the cost of the meal and all that stuff, yes. Yeah, now, of course, my, my, oh, the end goal of it is basically, uh, you can expect whatever you want to expect for a tip. Yep. <laughs> like, you're just going to be more disappointed with most people because most people aren't, uh, don't consider giving 30% as a social norm or whatever. No, they don't. So, 10 anyway. 15%, maybe 20, 20 if they're feeling good. Right. Uh, should the new suggested tip level be 25%? Yes, 16% of people said. No, 84% of people said. So it'll be a lot of disappointed waiters and waitresses. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, let's check the chat, uh, or let's check the comments. It says, um, be cold, uh, from Cubicle Negroes, uh, uh, Operation Cubicle Chef. Uh, he says, the only reason I say no is because in Minnesota, the servers make like $10 or more an hour here. Wow, y'all do? Hey, where they make $10 or more an hour? They must have, uh, some type of laws or some shit that protect servers because, most, that's, that's in most states, it is like below minimum wage. Yeah, like two dollars and yeah. seventy five cents and stuff I, I like mean, that. I mean, and 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 I know in some states they pay them minimum, at least minimum wage, but I've never heard that much. Yeah, unless $10. you're like a head server or something like that, I've never heard of that particular. And amount. then they also do that thing too, where like they if you work enough hours and you don't claim enough tips and they have to actually write you a check they will fire you like they'll be like oh no 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 you have to claim so much tips that we don't have to pay you like that's the thing another dirty little secret people don't know about waiters even with that 225 an hour if you claim a certain amount of tips they don't even have to pay you that no, no, yeah, yeah. You yeah. work strictly for the tips. tips. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's what happened for me when I um served. I would normally serve 10, 10 to 15% of all my sales for the day. That's normally how I did it. And I hit it most of the time. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that the manager would be sh- – most people would, would, would underquote. Mm-hmm. I always quoted my, basically what I had. And I would never get a paycheck. Yeah. You know, they were like, you get a paycheck? I was like, no, I don't get a paycheck because I hit minimum wage. And when you hit minimum wage, all your money that you get is yours. You don't yeah. get that and an additional check. I don't right. think people don't understand that. The cooks get a check. The dishwashers get a check. The managers get a check. Cashiers get a check. Everybody in there get a check. But Everybody you. got a check. But you. And so, you know, that's why I know for me personally, 
um when i worked i didn't want uh like the bus boys and stuff busting my tables and shit like that because nigga i stab you you get paid don't come mm-hmm. over here fuck with my money um so uh yeah they get they say so we have a lot of transplants that don't know this and tip high anyways but they give you shit service because they already know they get tipped well um i think True. most northern states pay service well i tip 15 percent up here and when i when i'm somewhere that there's a server wage with like three dollars an hour or something like that i would tip more but i also get way better service because they want a big tip up here our servers don't give a shit yeah but like this if you pay people ten dollars an hour uh you would get people like me who who would just do the same thing but you would have a lot of people yeah your service would go down because they they feel like that's that's guaranteed income to them well if we ever get any waiters from like the new york area on the show i'm gonna ask them them. because yeah i I know people from new york jones uh she's a waitress no she's a from up north no i'm talking about waiters, oh, waiters. waiters. people that okay. used to be waiters or wait staff oh from up north. north i would like to talk to them because i i think even in new york they they do that thing the same thing they do down south where they don't have to pay you um you know your full wages and stuff yeah but, um, i heard like i said a high i'm not sure how it works minimum down. wage i know how it works down here but i haven't lived up north so i don't yeah, know guys. that's how it works in north carolina and south carolina is two dollars and 13 cents an hour because i've worked in both states miles long says 25 percent tip Man, I didn't even start tipping fifteen percent until I heard all the hard stories Rod and Karen shared from their IHOP days. <laughs> I, I still have too much coon in me to tip twenty five percent. I've always wanted to ask you guys: Do you tip your barber, hairstylist? Well, I cut my own hair. My mom cuts cuts Karen hair, so uh, does Karen's hair. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. But you know, and that's a cultural thing too. That's something that most black people don't too, but a lot of white people do. Nah, black people tip the hairstylist and the hairdresser. My mom been a hairdresser for years. She's uh she's gets tip. Yeah, but most a lot of people don't. Like you'll be amazed mm. how how many is built in the culture. If it's fifty five dollars, that's all you get is fifty five dollars for my hair. You're not getting that plus a tip. I mean like and that like I said, a lot of people it's a cultural thing because you I'm know, gonna go on a limb here and say that's not right, Karen. I'm okay. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't. I we'll, we'll talk. We got to yeah. get us a barber on the show. Yeah, but we got to because I, like I've I, I've I, been. I, you know, I've grown up in the hair salon and hair in the hair cutting place with my mom. Yeah, like we get your mama on the show and ask her. But I don't. I, I don't believe most people. Most black people anyway. They don't be tipping to get their hair. Mm-mm. Whatever your quote is, is what you get. Mm-mm. Wow. And when you go to like supercuts and all that stuff, most of those people tip too. Most they like they. It's, it's almost See, like I a think culture it, thing. I think it's the opposite. I think. White people don't tip the supercuts people. That's what I would think. Like, cause that's a, like, more of a Walmart type of haircuts where. Uh, true, that's true. Like, okay, yes. You know, it's like tipping someone at McDonald's, but for your hair, you know. That's my, <laughs> this is my theory. This is all okay. theory. But, but I know from working in the black barbershop, um, your ass better tip unless you want a fucked up haircut next time. <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> these people getting their haircut. Did they paying with exact change you know, and shit? Bob, but you Bob always will, throw in a dollar or two. But you know, barbers might be a tidbit different than hair salons, um, because you know, at hair salons you get paid at the end. Yeah, so do barbers. Yeah, well, true. That's true. Too. Nigga, you better throw in it. You can <laughs> never come back. Dollar two. Huh? I don't know who these dudes that don't tip. They even make it so you like it's like, uh, how much is a haircut? Uh, that's a uh, twelve fifty. Cause Jay know you ain't got no fucking twelve dollars and fifty cent exactly on you. You gonna give him fifteen and then say keep the change or whatever. Oh, Let okay. me get a dollar back. Like they, okay, I, I see- don't know where these places are where motherfuckers don't. Hey, if you ain't 
tip your barber, dog. Don't get your hair <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I yeah, tip, tip tip your hairstylist too. Yeah, expect I, that I, motherfucker. I, I, yeah, y'all. Man, I wonder if that's the secret to people with these fucked up haircuts. It might be. You they ain't be, tip. You're like, what happened to your head? It's like, mm, I don't tip. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. I fuck your hair up too. Yeah, I went yeah. to school for years and years and got on all this debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, girl, you went natural. Mm-mm. This this was supposed to be perm. <laughs> ah. No, this baby. A mm-hmm. She 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 ain't do that yeah. twist up right. She ain't mm-hmm. turn them irons up all the way. No, she didn't. She left that shit low. <laughs> she put the flat iron on warm. <laughs> oh, medium. Tipping. No. So yeah, I don't know, man. I hope that's not a thing, dude. Damn. Yeah, just tip. What is so fucking hard about tipping? I don't. I haven't tipped a masseuse. I'm not saying tip ridiculous, crazy no. shit. Look, um, shit that I don't tip is like, um, if I order takeout from somewhere where well, I gotta drive there, pick it up myself. I don't tip those people because no. normally the people who like put that together are either your hostess or your cashiers. Cashier. They don't get paid minimum wage mm-hmm. or whatever. They get. I mean, they don't get paid the like a waiter. They, they don't right. survive on tips. Yeah, and the cooks cook the food. You know, so the, normally the. Uh, a uh, waitress no, don't even touch your shit. Yeah, I don't tip anywhere where I have to get up, get my own drink, clean my own table, nope. get my own. F- I don't. I only tips for that kind of shit. Uh, I don't leave tips for uh, like if I go with Jersey Mike's and yeah, the guy, guy makes a sub, and then at the cashier register, it's like give us a tip. No, no, I, fuck I, you. I've worked way too. I've worked way too fucking hard as a waiter to turn around and give that shit up. I get it. But like anything, like a hairstylist or something like that, that needs to be done right every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog, you gotta yeah, tip you that. Yeah, can't be looking like no fool because you don't want to give an extra three to five dollars. Yeah. Good grief! Um, all right, so uh, if so, how much? Um, I guess uh, it depends on where you go, man. But mm-hmm. like I said, most barber shops I know for sure have that weird pricing where you end up basically having to tip. Whereas, like yeah, I said, they probably have a built in where it's normally like a seven to ten dollar cut. They say yeah. twelve fifty because they know that's two dollars tip that they got to basically build yeah, in. Seventeen dollars for a haircut. Yeah. They expect you to give them a twenty. 20 yeah. Then you ask for maybe like a dollar back or some shit like that. Or you just go keep the change. Shit like that, man. But, you know, like I said, I don't go to the barbershop anymore. I mean, maybe niggas stop tipping and I just don't know. But I don't know. You don't tip. You got to go get your hair cut by her. And Herm can't cut your fucking no fucking hair in his breast. He can't cut a straight line. And then niggas start wanting to talk about the Bulls game and shit. And you you got somewhere to go. And that's the dude that don't get tips. So you get what you pay for. I know so. It says, I mean, I understand the importance of tipping waiters and waitresses after listening to both Ryan and Karen, but most hair pro- professionals make pretty good money. No, no they, they don't. don't. They, they don't. don't. You know what? That's a, that's a large. You actually have to pay your booth rental out of yep. your money, yeah, too. Yes, you do. Like, it's not like you own the shop, so you get no. to keep all the overhead. Like, that's they, a huge myth. Um, talking to Roger Mama, you have to pay booth rent. You have to pay for all your supplies. You know, all the perms, the relaxers, all the chemicals that people they put to, to um, disinfect stuff shit tear down all that comes out of your personal uh, yeah you rent pocket. the space you yeah. go to Sally's Beauty Supply you stock up um, you know you spend all day standing on your feet yes you uh, do cutting people's hair taking care of them keeping them looking good and like I said, I don't know how you guys gamble with your looks. Yeah, like your that. food like certain shit is you should be tipping just cause you don't want to gamble with that shit you know what I mean? Like, uh, like even when I order pizza, 
I'll throw that dude three to five dollars every time because I want mm-hmm. that motherfucker to see my name pop up on that that screen and be and like, like I'm, 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 I'm this place first. You know what? And we've had that. Like 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 where we move now, they kind of get used to us. But where we was at before, we were order Papa John's from the furthest Papa John's it was possible. That shit would get there. Let's thirty minutes. That yeah. was like, hey, they tip. I tipped this woman for pizza one day. She was like, oh lord and lord and lord. I was like, ma'am, please. Uh, my neighbors are watching. <laughs> I know, right? Calm she down. was so happy, man. Like I don't like it only. Think about it. It costs you three to five dollars to make somebody's day. Like, yes, why sir. Would y'all don't don't y'all want to do that? Like, yes, sir. And and if they do a good job, I'm not saying tip these motherfuckers that are doing terrible jobs. If someone does a good job and that's all it's gonna take to put a smile on the face for the rest of the fucking day, why wouldn't you want to be the person that did that? Why wouldn't you want them to think, he, especially if you're a repeat customer? Yes, and uh, when he was talking about hairstylists, but y'all better realize too, they're kind of like waiters and waitresses to an extent because they actually offer offer a public service. And hairstyling and barbers is not something that you have to get done by them. This shit you can literally do yourself. Yeah, it's, a le- it's a luxury. And th- and then what they don't talk about? People counsel, people mm. hold them up. I'm gonna be there at ten. They come at ten thirty. People come see- in the door trying to negotiate and shit. Yes. They have to deal with a lot of bullshit yeah. that you don't have to deal with. You you don't walk in, your boss be like, you know what? Hey, today I feel like paying you eight dollars and fifty cents, nigga. What? <laughs> right. Get the fuck out of here. Let you gonna say you, no? Let me give you half this time, and then I pay you twice next time. It's no, like, what? that's the shit that they have to deal say that with. on the phone so I can tell you not to waste the gas. To you bring need your it. ass up here. Um, let's see. Uh, I know some hairstyles that women get can cost a couple hundred dollars. So a 15% tip can get kind of costly. Look, I don't know the tip rate. And like, maybe we need to have a mom on the show to talk about that. Yes. But, yeah. But I don't know the tip rate for what you need to give. I just know, uh, I think it's a false argument when people bring up such and such costs a lot of money. So a tip is going to be a lot. Nigga, no, you, you are telling me you're spending a lot already. Like that's a bad ass excuse. Like, but steak dinner costs a hundred dollars, nigga. The tip is part of the, the dinner. It's part of the cost of the meal. So just eat a seventy dollars steak dinner, and then you have uh, the money to tip. Like, don't be a jerk about it and be like, you know. But but these drinks was fifteen dollars, right? Order the cheaper drink, or go to another establishment with less expensive drinks, That's or not- just tip the amount. Yeah, the tip is a tip, man. That's that's how I feel too. And when it comes to hairdos and hairstyles, uh, it depends on your beautician. Sometimes I think some beauticians overcharge, but that's just my personal. Thing. Of course they do. Where everything is everything a, overcharges. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, when I say overcharge, it's like for a lot of beauty, especially black, for a lot of beauties, let's say your relaxer is uh seventy or eighty. Mm-hmm. That your relaxer should should be your wash, your do everything. But for some people, your relaxer seventy, then your wrap is this, or you like like your mm-hmm. cut is this. So for you know. You got a hundred something dollar hairdo. Like, like to me, that, that to me, that's excessive. But that's just me. Yeah, but shop around. Yeah, you don't true. have to go there. That's true. Find somewhere else. Like, there's so many alternatives. But don't pay shit if you're not gonna tell. I know it's so. Like, find you yeah. where you find, find find something within your realm yeah. where you can purchase stuff and tip. Because it's been time where, like, hey, we can't leave no tip. Guess what? Some we won't go. Yeah, borrow where your money can can take you. Don't, That's right. You don't, know, don't. like you know what, like like it's like this that two hundred dollar date thing that people get into on Twitter from time to time. Stupid man, take your girl out to a fifty dollar restaurant and ball hard too. Yeah, go to one of these little eclectic ass spots and, and and ball accordingly to your budget, and and y'all have a good time, and that shit by itself will increase the value of that date 
past any amount of money because I it's like so yeah we spent 15 dollars a plate and 15 dollars on drinks but you know what i had a good fucking time i know it's so because i wasn't I, stressed looking at every fucking thing on the menu like god damn nigga god damn girl you eat that too you eat like a fucking horse <laughs> <laughs> this your eighth drink yeah i guess i have right like anytime you if you're at this play, place and your girl orders something to drink and you have to cut her to look like god damn for real it's too expensive don't go there again i said that again you know what i mean so anyway man i'm just saying you got to build these things into the cost of your outing. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't blame it on the the tipping establishment. Mm-hmm. It's you know tipping and what it's going to be and, when you leave the house. And sometimes I think because a lot of people have never worked in the industry and don't really understand there are a lot of costs associated with this that they just don't care anything about and they feel like well that's too high but it's a lot of cost that goes behind the scenes that you don't see it says uh my wife says she tips them to make sure her hair is done correctly the next time she visits me I know so me i have had the same barber since i was in fifth grade and i never tip him but he knows i will be back every friday like clockwork to get my dome sliced anyway i just wanted to know how you guys handle the situation love the show you niggas good well thank you Miles. thank you and, uh, hey man I, I, you should start throwing a dollar or two towards your barber, man. That's, That's all. It's not, just, not it, a lot. I don't know how much, like, how much is y'all budget? Like, is, like, if you threw that man, say, $2, $2 every Friday, $4 every two weeks, $8 a month, $8 a month will make that man be like, man, you know what? Miles is a pretty cool dude. Q I like that dude. He comes in there, he's been my customer for years, started giving me a tip. So I don't know what happened, but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man, like, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just some cool shit to do, man. Like, isn't that shit always cool in the movies and shit when, like, Frank Sinatra walks in the door and then throws a 20 into, like, the bellhop's hands or some shit? You're like, damn, that's cool. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Um, someone left a comment on the chirp story about NBC's revolution and the first amendment, uh, where I talked to, uh, what was her name? Words to run by mm-hmm. about the first amendment. Ozzy the great says, LOL, you dropped Jay-Z takeover on her. Once you drop that sex comment, you straight ethered her. Your black belt level trolling is legendary. Please teach me your ways. <laughs> That's all there to be learned, sir. It's all right there. Um, we also had episode 363, the First Amendment. Um, and uh, no comment left on this episode. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure that uh, I didn't miss anything. But uh, we had a poll for the show that said, have you ever had to deal with a work bully? Everybody knows work bullies are, uh, you know, people at work that, you know, are assholes. And everybody just seems to be resigned to the fact that you have to deal with these assholes. Yes, sir. Regardless. Um so uh let me check out the comments on the poll it was uh have you ever had to deal with a work bully yes or no yes got 63 percent most people have most people had to deal with them 63 percent of people have to deal with assholes at work that try to bully you emotionally and all this stuff Mm -hmm. no 37 percent so that's pretty that's actually pretty high because yeah and i think some of the people may be the bullies like you right know, the, that was the, the bullies one. can't see that they bullying you think the bullies listen to our show some of them do i can't picture work bullies at work cracking up to the black eye tips and then be like <laughs> yeah the niggas is right that's me yeah. <laughs> i do that shit <laughs> right i'll be doing it as soon as i push stop uh we had some comments on the show um on the poll i mean 
a lot of people left comments on this poll. Cool. Um, maybe they yeah. have some hard stories. Yeah, a lot of people have stuff. Yeah, this stuff don't just don't affect us. Yeah, but you know why I'm, I'm surprised that the number is so high uh, that for no is because like for every one work bully, they're bullying like a whole people, a whole bunch of people at work. Mm-hmm. So it's not like oh you're either a work bully or you're not it's like mm-hmm. one work bully could bully 13 people yes they, or more yes. yeah so i would consider a you whole know, department who knows i would think a lot of people have worked with them maybe they haven't been bullied by that person but you can't recognize that Uh-oh. that person's a work bully well, see, it's best if they've been at a place for years they don't bully people out the door uh damien j says i dealt with one for a couple of days and then reminded him that once we were off he was no longer in control bane bars yeah, that's yeah. I like. I think I've never had to deal with it because I'm I'm big and black, so you know I can always give you kind of the like, yeah. The we got these rules in this cubicle. <laughs> we do not in that parking lot. Let's keep it real. That's right. Let's keep it respectful. <laughs> you know. Plus, I'm good. I'm good in my job, but even still, I just haven't been work bullied by anybody. Um, P. Andre Joseph says. I had one time a guy who was not my manager was monitoring everything I was doing from the clothing I would wear to where I would park my truck. Damn. Jesus. Besides that, he would make comments like, Andre, what store did you rob to get those scrubs? <gasps> Are you for real? I know in your mind you just pictured a white man talking to a brother, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, Paul Andre but, could be uh, like fucking. But but that's how I picture it. And then and then I picture, yeah, I want your clothes. Stab. <laughs> right. Since we since you know since you wonder why I stole them, stole them from you. Oh, my favorite. You're not looking so ghetto today. <gasps> well, I confronted him about all of that, and he admitted that he didn't believe that I deserved to work there, and will cake and will cake. Oh, will make sure that I won't be there long. So being the only black person working in that department, I called the police to file a report on stalking and I went to the EEO and the union lawyer. I'm going to make sure this dude is fired. I know it's so glad. Yeah, man. File your paperwork. Cover your backside. Cause that's man. fucking harassment. Yeah. And stuff like that. Document it. Get that shit. That, like the, the wrong time to walk up in the office is after you done punched this dude in the face. It's the wrong time. You know, a lot of people would have been like, oh, I, I would punch that motherfucking face, cuss his ass out. Ain't nobody going to talk to me. And then your ass will go be to on jail. On uh, no 6 o'clock news. Yeah, well, no, you'll be on your way out the door because HR them. will fire you. Yes, they will. Not even with them. I'm telling you. Yeah, these they'll motherfuckers have their job. And will you- be fine. They are crazy all the time. You just a nigga that went crazy randomly. Your ass will get gone. That's how it works, man. E-Long. Ugh, Eddie Long says. <laughs> There were a few young men who came to work in my place of work. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There were a few young men who came in my place of work. And they thought they could just bend me over whenever they wanted. Ah! Like I was supposed to take whatever they were given. It was a struggle. I had to make them see that it was a give and take and we had to work together. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard, but we came through it. Well, let the church say amen. Amen. Triple, <laughs> and I guess. Triple says, at the fir- at first sight, I would look like the bully. 
but that wouldn't be true i work in a pathology lab with two old white women i wear a bandana lab coat no smile and have headphones on just to separate me from them they the two white women wear big white privileged smiles on their faces jewelry makeup and hum 1940s music all day (laughs) now these two women while humming walk around the lab sabotaging each other's work and possibly setting up traps that can kill quick examples pyric pyric acid i guess that's what it is on a pyric acid is an explosive material that needs to be stored in a special cabinet for safety reasons why were there several jars found in the basement directly under one of the ladies work area damn they try to kill each other damn we got people this smart that listen to our show xylene that's even a bigger surprise i don't know any of these chemicals xylene is another uh material we use in the lab the fumes are so toxic engineers monitor the airflow one or two times per week for our safety one of the old ladies dipped a towel in xylene and dropped it in a pathology in a pathologist assistant's open garbage can near her workspace the assistant passed out and had to go to the emergency room they both blamed each other and no one saw anything are you sick? What are they doing? They need to put y'all niggas on film. Oh my God. There was also a tech who committed suicide before I was hired six years ago. I got two different stories confirming harassment, each blaming the other for contributing to that poor woman's work stress. So I put in my two weeks notice last week. I would. <laughs> oh, blame you. I would do something crazy on my last day, but these women got decades of experience, ratchetness. Maybe smooth criminal can shoot me some ideas. Ha 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 ha. Nah, man. Just walk out of there and don't cause no scenes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's best to keep to yourself. People that smart are very dangerous. Yeah, like I said, uh, they are ratchet for a living. Your ass is just visiting the land of work ratchetness. <laughs> yeah, you just pass passing through. through. That's how I feel. Just pass on through, brother. People be, be people like you. Know, mm, I'm just, mm, I'm just, I'm just going sixty five women with this down. I'm a ban the office. I'm ban the uh, speed limit office. I don't want no trouble over around here. Right. <laughs> uh, Miss Nerdy Nikki says I was bullied by my boss for six months at my last job. I did the right thing of documenting everything she did and sending it to HR. HR told me I was overreacting. My boss's remarks about me being black, questioning me on how I felt about gay rights. My boss was a homosexual female. She made me stay late. She wouldn't let me take breaks. My boss ended up firing me because she was incompetent at my job. Oh, because she said uh, I was incompetent at my job. Luckily for me, most of the bullying came in the form of emails. I kept records of my dealings with her in HR. I'm in the process of suing my old job. That's right. Karen and Rod are right. Document everything and maybe you can sue and be rich. LOL. Especially you took it to AR and they chili grape that bullshit. Oh, yes. That's the thing a lot of people don't understand. Even if it gets to HR and they're telling you like, oh, no, no, we don't want to look at this. And and then you get fired. That is like an open and shut case. case. Like I complained of harassment and was fired. Like that, it don't get easier than that. It's like, uh, especially if you had a good track record where it's just like, oh, so they just got rid of you the day after you said, uh, some shit like that, that. That there's a black lady that worked for NASCAR that made all ton of money suing them because she filed a complaint and they just like fired her. They're like, you do a dad job, fired, get her out of here. And next thing you know, NASCAR's giving up a hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, document your shit, people. Uh, Archangel said i had this white woman who was friendly who was friendly at first until i overheard her telling my boss that another employee was toxic to work with 
said employee just happened to be one of her closest buds at work and after that i distanced myself and she noticed she confronted me and i played the i'm so busy card she didn't buy it i tried she tried to make my life hell i just ignored her every single day and every time she complained about me to management they didn't say shit to me then there was a lull in business and she got fired karma is a bad bitch and so am i yes it is yes it is i've had that happen before too where uh people just bullied and bullied and bullied and what they did is that they changed some of the procedures uh to target this person Mm -hmm. and as time went on that person just kept falling below the quotas and they got them out of there too and it was sometimes with certain bullies they'll fire themselves but then some of them you you just have to go through the proper procedures yeah a lot of bullies don't know who to target to like if you ignore them long enough they normally will move on to somebody else they will but you should still document shit yes you should and then also uh a lot of them are so dumb they'll target like their own boss like i said they exist in a state of perpetual ratchetness yes so it's like they can't everything has to be drama and soap opera to them so like even talking to the boss gets dramatic and you know your boss don't want to deal with that shit yeah and the, I've, I've i've seen bullies go off on boss talk straight down to boss talk loud over the cubes and all that stuff and i was like thinking to myself you don't want your job because this is the person that uh messes with your time and all this stuff you act like they won't get rid of you i like how you said boss like that was the person's name <laughs> I've seen people talk down to boss. Like, what, are we working at the chain gang? Yes, sir. Hey, yep. Taking a drink, boss. Mm-hmm. Having- I'll be right back, boss. Um, but, yeah, so, um, but, yeah, you know, people will talk down to them. And, um, yeah, and, 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 and the thing is, like I said, you should document it, even if you're ignoring it, whatever. Just keep that shit on file because they're, they're going to do some dumb shit eventually. Mm-hmm. And the problem in corporate America is, it, once you hire someone, it's very difficult to get rid of them. Yes, it as is. much as they make it sound easy, like typically, uh, unless you're in like an at will state, which you know a lot of states are, even then you like you a lot of times you need a reason to fire someone mm-hmm. if you don't want to have to pay their unemployment and all that That's stuff right. or any severance, anything like that. So they will try to start building a case against you. Mm-hmm. And that can take months sometimes yes, to be like, okay, can. you fucked up this. So when you start noticing, like, man, that, everything I like mess up even a little bit, I'm sitting in the office going over a report, filing, like writing something down. Sign it doesn't, shit, yeah. yes. Like I'm two minutes late to work, I'm written up. Someone else is five minutes late to work, nothing's being said about it. That's them starting that process of getting you out of there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so my ignoring game has no equal. Well, except maybe Karen's. So, <laughs> said, my annoying yeah. game is boss girl yeah boss back down to karen but other than other than karen very few people can ignore like this lady oh, yeah my, my annoying game is deep um we also had some voicemails let me go ahead and play those uh 704-557-0186 is the number for voicemails throughout the week i'll let you know when the phone lines are open later in the show but uh let's play some voicemails Spoken word for the white man. This is a little piece called Ballad of the White Man. As I stand waiting in the Starbucks lineup, the eternal question hovers, a cloud just above my shoulder. The question whispers, why? Why must a double tall organic fair trade soy milk macchiato taste like shit? 
Is this the price I must pay for plantation workers forced to carry their babies on their backs and work their 12-hour coffee bean picking shifts while in the skies above crop dusters spray pesticides over their heads? Is this the price I must pay for all that exploitation and suffering that fuels the great corporate job of pipeline that flows from plantation to plantation down the Andes, across the borders, and finally into my waiting mug? And I ask myself, is this the price of privilege? Sitting at my desk, 20 minutes early to work, despite having left the house 30 minutes late, I ponder my penchant for perfect punctuality and wonder, is it possible to be late when you can always catch a cab? <laughs> Pulled over at a checkpoint, white copper checking my license, I ask myself, is this vague feeling of guilt caused by the knowledge that without my whiteness, the cop would have searched my car and found that ounce of weed and the eight ball of blow in the glove compartment? Is this the price I must pay for privilege. Standing at the counter of the exclusive cheese shop, my head is split in two. One half is stuffed with Irish cheddar, sharpest of the cheddars, most Irish of all the cheeses. The other half is mired in smoked gouda, subtle, rich, romantic, smoky gouda. And I ask myself, as I cannot decide which one to bear home to my hungry family who ask for nothing more than a change of pace from the brie that they have been eating all week, and I ask myself, is this the price of privilege? No trouble getting a mortgage. No trouble with airport security. No fear of screaming, fuck you, pigs, at some vague but shoeless protest. No price of privilege. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, oh, from, from Canada. Oh my God! Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very. I didn't think it was true, but we found it. Oh, now that is a deep, deep white man. Just, yes. Oh, yes. That, that's the best white man spoken word for the white man of all time. Yes, it is. Let's go go down the record, Owen. Yeah, that shit. Do you need to death poetry slam? I mean, you'll get booed. But you need to go out there and spit some real for the white man. Yes. Nobody out here representing. representing. I know, right? Come on. All right. Next voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. It's me, Gabby. Um, I'm listening to the most recent show from Sunday. And I just wanted to say a very, very happy belated birthday. Oh, um, thank you. Happy, happy birthday. I want to, I want to do the, the happy birthday cake and ice cream song. But I can't sing too good, so. I'm just putting it out there. So <laughs> just imagine me singing it and on key. Um, <laughs> so yeah, happy birthday. Uh, I wanted to comment on your dream. I think your dream about protecting Karen is shows uh, how good a relationship you guys have and just how committed. And it's a good dream. It's, it's like a good, strong character, uh, like, you know, characterizing, uh, you know, like your, like your soul, your character, that kind of thing. Uh, not character like in a movie. Uh, but it shows a really good soul and a good character, and I think that was awesome. Um, I want to say thank you guys for your comments on Saturday's show. Um, I do agree that we don't always agree, and and that's okay. You know, that's what makes the world go round. Yep. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we're like, man, they, I don't understand, or they don't understand, or 
or whatever, you just take a little breather and you come back for the comedy and the jokes and, you know, and the news because you guys definitely help keep me somewhat relevant as I get older. Um, <laughs> there's so much stuff I don't know uh, like about the, the, like the, some rapper you guys play who, who's just who's so whack that suddenly people are trying to copy him or something or, or he's, he's in a gang or something. I know I sound so <laughs> cheese right now. Um, and I do like cheese, but I just sound really cheese. You know, <laughs> I'm saying that you guys really helped keep me on, like, you know, up to current events and what's going on and kind of make me go out there and really research more and learn more. Um, so I always want to say thank you for that. Uh, I checked out the sushi place you guys talked about, that fusion sushi place. Mm-hmm. Actually, it looks really good. I will have to say, I was like, first I was kind of skeptical. I'm always skeptical of fusion food. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of militant and I like authentic stuff, you know. But uh, that looks like that would be a place I think I would definitely go to just to see what kind of, you know, trippy kind of sushi rolls and things like that they have. Um, just want to say, yeah, just want to say happy belated birthday. Uh, you guys are awesome. I got much love for y'all. And can't wait to hear the next show. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank, Thank you, you very much for calling. Um and yeah, we can agree, disagree, and be fine. Like, I, you know, that's definitely something that we practice here, and um, mm-hmm. it's cool to, you know, to, you know, like I said, got to show some appreciation because these are the people that are fans, and it's, you know, we we appreciate them um, to, you know, to 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 put in on this, and um, we do. We don't want to turn it into like. Oh, you don't agree with us? Fuck you. Everybody, let's ride on you. You a bitch. We can call you names now. It's like, no, that's not the goal. You know, we don't want to keep anybody here that don't want to be here. And we definitely don't want to, um, you know. Because we really love the family atmosphere. That's one thing that we pride ourselves on because everybody listens. Regardless if you call in or you don't call in and you interact with us or don't, we still consider you part of the Black Out Tips family. Yeah, it's not not just about being of... you know, uh, part of the flock and us dictating to you, but at the same time, uh, it, it's not about us, uh, kowtowing or anything like that. We're just simply everybody's being themselves, having a good time, and let's not disrespect one another. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, that dream felt like a nightmare to me. So I'm <laughs> glad, yeah, a lot of, I'll, like a lot of my, I've never really dreamed, but a lot of my dreams do end up being about some shit like, I had to save Karen from some bullshit. And it's like, <laughs> man, what the fuck? All right, next voicemail. What's up, Karen and Rod? And yeah, I'm listening to your episode on Luke Fiasco. Mm-hmm. The man came out with a song that was words I've never said. <laughs> I think he should have never said shit. <laughs> He's voice out retarded as hell, you know? <laughs> He's like one of those intellectual airheads, you know? He just, he swear he won't be deep. But nothing the boy F says makes sense. You gotta love to hate those kind of people, you know? It's just, I, I almost don't want to listen to any more of his music, because I, I like the first album, you know, I like some songs of the latest stuff, but it's just, it's really upset. Well, uh, that's it for right now. Y'all have a good one. I just had to get that rant out. 
and it didn't make any sense to me. I don't understand how he's going to say what he said about voting and be advocate against it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, bye. <laughs> he, sounded, he sounded pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He yeah. went too happy in that one. He, he, couldn't he was even, like, hey, hey, you, this is so frustrating. I'm running out of words. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this I'm, is I'm some, speechless. This is some bullshit. And, uh, yeah, okay. That's how I feel. All right. That is all. That's that scary angle. <laughs> he left another voicemail. Oh, uh, yeah. This is uh, Charles. I'm sorry. I didn't leave my name. I'm assuming the last call was mine. So. It was. Yeah, my name is Charles Ryan Cannon. But yeah, I had a no rant about Lupe Fiasco. It's just. Uh, yeah, the dude seems very, like, self absorbed, you know? Like, it's all <laughs> about him. I don't Lupe. understand how you would say something like that, you know? And that really just kind of frustrates me, you know? So, how do you spend all the time thinking about these beat lyrics to your songs and shit? About how. <laughs> You affect the world and then act so nonchalantly about what people have done in the past to get you where you are, you know? Mm. So a lot of people took them ass weapons not knowing whether or not things were going to change or get better, only in the hopes of. You know? And but just like, okay, yeah, it's all good. Uh, I'm not voting. And screw the system. But if you put forth enough effort, if you find enough passion in people, then the shit obviously has to change. You know? Yep. But I guess I'm crazy. So, uh, that'll be all. Crazy Charles. I'll have a good one. Bye. We don't think you're crazy, Charles. We don't think you're crazy. It's, it made a lot of sense. Uh, but it sounds like Lupe definitely got under your head, or in your head, or under your skin, or something, because. You was uh, you was mad. Yeah, I hated your voice. He just sound, you know what? He sounded like dads when they. He's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how he sounded about Lupe. Yes. Next voicemail. See, once again, my brother and my sister, you got it all wrong. Uh-oh. Let me just take about five minutes of your time. I know you have a three minute limit, but let me just take about five minutes of your time. See, uh, that little kind of sort of but not really altercation you had at the grocery store. It wasn't about electricity. No, no, my brother and my sister. What it was about was the exploitation of the black man's addiction to bacon. Okay? Let me explain to you something. Okay? See, this is what they do. See, first, they get you hooked with all that fatty cholesterol so goodness. And then once they got you hooked, they mess with your minds. Karen, when you yes. open that case, how many cans of bacon did you see? Oh. I heard you calling it off. They got the thin sliced bacon. They got the thick sliced bacon. Yes. They got the smoked bacon. I love they bacon. They got the sugar cured bacon. Yes. They got cinnamon cut bacon. Honey. Salt pork, fat back, yes. and everything in between. Yes, ma'am. You know? And Karen, just when you were at your most vulnerable, the white man sent his goons to punk you. Now, why did he do that? You know why? Because the white man wants you to lash out in anger. And why does he want you to lash out in anger? So he can cash you out with the rapist and the sodomites. <laughs> that is the white man's plan. But my brother and my sister, I want you to remain steadfast and be headstrong. Don't 
be the white man's pawn. I'm in an asylum. In an asylum, I'm in. Peace, my brother. I'm in an asylum. In an asylum, I'm in. The only thing missing from that was the honorable. Assalamualaikum. Only thing missing from that was uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad says that was the only thing missing. <laughs> from that. Yeah. The honorable Elijah Muhammad says in the teachings. Uh, next voicemail. Hey Rod, hey Karen, what's up? Hey, as far as mystical goes, I do you one better. You ain't even got to play the words. Just the title alone. It's called Pussy Crook. Do I need to say any more? Oh, man. Who yeah, made that nigga song? song called Pussy Crook, right? What? Okay. I... You know, he... play that. Just say, Your Honor, uh, he made a title of the song, and uh, the title was Pussy Crook. I believe that's what it is. Yes. Pussy Crook. <laughs> I rest my case. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. But, hey, you know what? <laughs> you still stupid, though, because when you play the lyrics... song named pussy crook did you find it yeah i found i i don't even know if i should play this oh like hey this can't end well what does it sound like let me see calling all cars calling all cars be on the lookout for a pussy vandalism You know, this is probably exactly the AP that went out when uh, <laughs> when they was looking for his ass. Wow. punch you in your face he the, he the face fucking master mm-hmm. yeah he will take that pussy oh. that's my song 
I'm trying to tell you, porn stars, um, uh, Carmen and Jada Kiss, get your signs. Jada Kiss, Jada Fox. Jada Fox. <laughs> Jada Fire. <laughs> Jada Fire. I'm messing the name all up. Get your sign and get your heels on and stand outside and walk around and protest. No, nigga, no. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm oh, sorry. Hold on. Go back to the shit. about i'm too sexual but leave me alone with her i bet y'all sex the hoe or something like that like sir that's that's not that doesn't sound consensual somebody show me the woman complaining talking about i'm too sexual but leave me alone with it bet y'all can sex the hoe fuck you like a vegetable knock it down for hour and a half still got dick left to throw the man right here the fuck you on the floor still shake the chandelier Anything with consensual? Any of these you songs? You need to. Any songs got the word yes in it? One into all porn stars, all porn stars. Yeah. Uh, if you come in and you see him on uh, the roster, or you see he might be somewhere in 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 the th- in the credits, you know how the credits roll. Um, if he own it or uh, have anything to do with it, I suggest that you quit and you just don't get paid that day. Jesus Christ, man. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that, uh, porn people have human resources too. Go to your human resources department. Yeah, he's a work bully at porn. Yes, he is. Good grief. All right. Harassing him with that dick. Keep it to yourself. Next voicemail. Hey, what up, Rod and Karen? This is Malcolm. Uh, for the record, this is not the Malcolm that has a problem with Brent. This is, uh, the other Malcolm. All right. Anyway, I wanted to know, uh, because this actually just happened to me. I went to a restaurant and uh, stood there waiting for 12 minutes at the bar, and nobody took my order. But uh, some white people came in after me, and the bartender went to them right away, even though she told me to wait at the bar to place my to-go order. Anyway, I've been listening to this show a couple of years, and I never heard you guys touch on the fact that most black people don't tip because we get crappy service. And I know both of you guys were waiters at some point. Uh, I never was a waiter, but I don't know. Is there some unwritten rule with waiters that, uh, you know, they automatically give blacks a bad service because they think they won't tip? Because, you know, that 
I don't understand what's going on. Maybe it's because they heard about my reputation on the show or something. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I don't think that is something that I deserve because, you know, I look like I got as much money as anybody else that come in there. So why would she not give me service, but she, you know, go over there and tend to people after me? You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to know what y'all opinion on that was since y'all are former waiters. And, uh, uh, I guess I can end with, uh, like everybody else say, love the show. Keep up good work. Peace out. Peace. Uh, Do you want to go first or me? Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, Karen. I mean, well, first, I just want to clear up. We have talked about this on the show before, uh, a bunch of times. Maybe not as of late, but definitely near the beginning because we used to get asked about the title of the show, show and yeah. asked about tipping and what's appropriate and stuff like that. And so I would say we have talked about this before on the show and it's really simple. If you get bad service, you, there's no, you, no one's making you tip. If you get bad service, you shouldn't have to tip. But you can't penalize the next person that hasn't done anything to you because somebody else was fucked up. Like that's some that's just fucked up logic. Like if if someone was in a relationship and they were looking for a new man or something like that, right? We don't say, well, yeah, punish the next nigga for what the last dude did. Go through his through his phone, look through his passwords. You got to follow him everywhere he is, girl. No, we, we're like, look, at some point you got to let go. You're back out there and you got to give the next person a fresh start. So it, it, same thing with, you know, being a customer at, uh, at a restaurant. You can't walk in the door expecting to be treated badly. Um because uh, or expecting to not tip that person because you were treated badly by other people uh, because it's not fair to them you know and honestly if you're not going to tip uh let that be decided by however the uh the service the service goes Mm -hmm. go ahead karen i'm sorry and i think for me um personally and me and roger talked about this before it's also a culture thing um a lot of black people go into places they raise their children not tipping like literally you'd be mm-hmm. amazed how many black people go sit down they leave just they just don't tip so a lot of people don't really teach their children to tip so i think that's kind of a cultural thing and a lot of people treat the places like mcdonald's or burger king no you don't tip there but they're getting paid more per hour well he's not asking why do black people not tip he said if you get if black people don't tip because they get bad service okay is that a viable reason to not be, you know, to not tip people? Oh, to not no, tip well? oh no, no, no. I mean, put it like this. Like, Back, I, expect, I expect to be treated well, racially and, unfair. And, and, you, and you should expect to be treated well regardless of the establishment, regardless of... of, of the situation, I feel like. you When you go yeah. in, you should go in with a negative attitude. Now, if you don't get tipped, it will reflect. Because it's been times where me and Roger came went to this one place. I think it eventually shut down. But we had went in there, and we had sat, and folks just walking all around us. Like, me and Roger have served, so we understand stations. You know, a lot of people don't understand that concept and why people might walk past you and not say anything to you because maybe you're not in a section, whatever the case may be. But we sat there like 10, 15 minutes, and nobody had spoke to us. So you know what I politely did? I politely got up and went to the man and said, hey, hey. We've been here 15 minutes and ain't nobody said anything to us. You know what? Somebody immediately came to the table. I don't care if it was that server or not, but that person gave us great service. But a lot of times what happens too is that, especially if you've been sitting somewhere for a while and people come, a lot of times they have a tendency to give you bad service because they feel like you're not going to tip because you've been waiting there. But a lot of times me and Roger are so friendly that they're actually shocked and surprised. Like we've been at places where people have actually literally told us, y'all the nicest customers I've had all day. I don't know what kind of attitude people have when they go into restaurants and things like that. 
but a lot of people just come in with the wrong attitude. I, I, I'm going to give you my money, but you have to do something for me to put my money back in my pocket. Yes, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling privacy on both sides. If you walk in a restaurant, expected to be treated bad. It's written on your face. It's seen in yes. your demeanor. And the I, the defensiveness, the idea, I'm not going to tip. You can see it on certain people. Yes, like, you can. I've waited tables. Where I'm like, this motherfucker is not going to tip me. It doesn't matter what the fuck I do. Nope. Like, I still just, give them the same service, but it, it's not going to matter on their side. Yeah, and, and and that's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then also on the other end, there's a lot of waiters that will come to a table and be like, uh, three black people, goddamn. Yeah. And give I, you shitty service and yep. then go, black people don't tip. That's the problem. Like, um, it's funny because when I worked as a waiter, I got a lot of tips because I would take the black, the black I would take the black tables that other people would try to give me because mm-hmm. they'll they'll see like a black table come in oh man why do you want to take this next table I'm busy or some shit and so you take that table and then later they try to get another table from you like a white people or something like nope and I don't switch give, them like no nope. don't give me your tables then um, that's right that's your fault but but yeah it's funny though because you know they'll they always do this too like after I worked the tables like did they tip you man how much of a tip did you get. Because they still want to know, like, oh, I, I assume these black people wouldn't tip them, and they didn't, and, or they or they did, or blah blah blah. And a lot of times, I end up getting the same tip I get off a white table. Um, occasionally, I get more, and then like once I was ready to quit, I just start giving black people free shit. So th- those tips don't ah. count. Those tips weren't fair because I would get big ass tips, but I'd be like, here's seven dollars worth of orange juice. Shh. I know. So that craft I just got you, I get yeah. free refill. Leave it on the tip. That's what I would say. They'd be like, how much is it? Leave it on the tip. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, Rob, we running out of juice. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Mm. Must be a leak. But yeah, man, uh, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't punish the next person for that oversight on that part. And then also, man, there's, there's also this thing we're black in America. And I think this happens a lot. When something goes wrong, a lot of times we feel like uh, it's because we're black. So it's like, oh, we walked in and they fucked up us. They someone forgot, someone dropped the ball. But uh, yeah, the 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 white table after me, they got they got served right on time. It's like, oh, it's because I'm black. Well, a lot of times mm-hmm. people just fuck up. Like point blank, people just fuck up. And waiters are some of the biggest fuck ups in the world. The restaurant industry is full of fuck ups. Like, but that like so sometimes people fuck up and it's not actually you know because you're black or anything like that they just fucked up and our mind immediately goes to it's because i'm black ain't it and you might be right not saying you're wrong not whatever i'm just saying there's a lot of times where you know like i remember one time we went to a chili's and we didn't get anyone like come out to us nothing uh this is back in fairville and i was like god damn is that chili's racist or something like i saw other people in there now i'm an adult and i realized we just didn't walk to the bar you can seat your fucking self yeah we do we were fucking we weren't of drinking age we came in when just the bar part was open we were expecting to be like seated it was late at night Mm -hmm. and and then no one really came out because there was no hostess you just walk and sit down at the bar and order a drink and order some food yep that was not told to us so we didn't know yeah there's no sign or anything but the point being in my mind i'm like so i guess some black people can't even come in here and just sit down they ain't gonna send nobody and i'm sure the white people after just walked in sat down and got served right away so like I'm just saying, be careful with that, because uh, sometimes it's not about your race. Next voicemail. Hi, Lauderdale. This is Ms. Cristobal. I just wanted to um, make a few notes about the last show before you guys come on on Saturday or like in a few hours. I know I'm like super duper late. I was like, no, I can't go to sleep until these 
some decent feedback. This is, this is what I have to say. I think it's like three main points. First, about the getting sick thing, like in the diarrhea. Yeah, like um, normal people call that 24-hour bug. And you say you, you, you get the cold word, I have a bug. Most intelligent people they, they know that that means duty. Huh. I mean, that, that's just, I thought everybody knew that. Tell your boss I got a 24-hour bug. I can't come in. It's like, oh, take your time, take your time. You know, that's, that's pretty much how that goes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, Mr. Rod, you're like, you know, Mr. Immaculate uh, immune system and stuff. And when, when I try to come down to Charlotte, you know, but besides that, I mean, most normal people call when they got the, the, the bad duties, um, a 24-hour bug. I'm sort of I would like to, um, you know, your friend on Twitter, words are words are words. Um, I think I found out what the problem was. See, she thinks that the, the cult of Rod is just um, is a, a quasi-government organization as opposed to just a 501c3 um, nonprofit. I mean, a lot of people get that confused, you know, like people think that the Red Cross is a part of the government, but it's really like a quasi-governmental agency. So she probably did think that the cult of Rod was like a government organization. But I'm letting you know now, words on words, at words on words on words um, on Twitter, the Cult of Rod is a 501DC organization and not a quasi-governmental organization. So that's that. And what else? Oh, yeah. The alcohol. I didn't know thing. But you guys were talking about that. Oh, you think I was thinking about these for people, you know, with some 40 ounces talking about taking it to the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> she made herself laugh. She cracked herself up. Ooh. 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 <laughs> she got herself back together. Those people who do the alcohol animals, they definitely have, have like, you know, 24-hour bug-like symptoms afterwards. Um, yeah. Oh, I got I got a new, like, um, analogy for you guys, you know. Um, instead of um, um, Roddy and Beyonce and Candy and Kelly Rowan, Right, I now point to um, Tony Braxton and Karen, you Tamar Braxton. Like, I watched the Braxton Family Values with my ah. girls. But, yeah, not, you know, you're, you're definitely Tony, you're, you're classic and everything else, but you also let your little sister, Tamar, get some shine, and Tamar, she's doing it up. Um, she's, you know, she's ratchet us all ahead, so that's why, you know, and I, I annoy you um, as Tamar, but, um, but, yeah, but you're like, Karen, you're like a cabajillion times less name Tamar. And then I have one word for you, Miss Tamar. Jasmine Guy. Or that's two words. So two words for you, Miss Tamar. Jasmine Guy. So moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Um, I think that should be my time. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Miss Christopher. Calling it three in the morning. Sound like she was half asleep. And I say, uh, you need to go to bed.net. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, before you go on, Miss Christabel, people have been asking about you, girl. I've had a lot of people that I've sent your way to start following you because they say you're hilarious. So get get on that tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She is on Twitter now. Um, next voicemail. We got three after this. Hello, Rod and Karen. This is Charles. Um, I called earlier, I think this week. 
and not in better spirits, son. With the rant about Lupe, you know. Yeah. And I just wanted to explain myself. I gave myself some time to think about what he said. <laughs> about what he sound better. He sound like he's gonna cut his it doesn't cut make his wrist last time. But his logic is his logic is he's like I never expect more out of people than I'm willing to do myself. I know so. And it seems like he has this kind of double standard where he's scared of getting this other rapper because of the death in the city, but he's not willing to do anything about it. Like, so he he would probably be one of the guys who would sit back and watch as this guy takes out people one by one but won't say anything about it because he doesn't want to be considered a snitch. But at one point, you got to pick sides, you know. Can't ride the fence forever. And it just seems like he's really trying to ride that fence. And it seems like he's trying to talk a good game, but he's not really into it like that. Like, he makes all these statements about political figures and uh, the policies that they he doesn't like about them, but he doesn't do anything to report that. So that's just all I wanted to say. I wanted to kind of explain myself. All right, bye. Sounds like this dude's another confused Lupe. Could Lupe confuse another man? I guess. He don't even know where to be disappointed with him. He just know he is. And yeah, that's, that's all that matters. Is. That's right. All right, next question. Al. Hey, good morning, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is classic material. Classic. AKA classic. Uh, I'm not AKs, actually. But, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I called into the show. Just uh, wanted to let you know that um, I heard the uh, last episode uh, about the, your civil... Uh, sorry, your freedom of speech and your rights. And, uh, yeah, I remember I was online when, uh, that lady was giving you, uh, well, when you were giving the lady the business about that. And, uh, it's, it's weird how uninformed people are nowadays that they could just, uh, you know, come out their mouths and say this kind of stuff. But, you know, we see this, we saw this with the, uh, McCain campaign and people wanted their country back and get your hands off on Medicare. And, you know, we're seeing it with Romney. Uh, I, I'm not sure if this lady was being political or if she was just throwing terms out there. Uh, but, uh, you know, she, she tried to be really a wise ass where she didn't need to be, uh, you know, and, uh, hopefully this gives her some exposure because I guess she's running for a cause or something. I checked her out and, uh, it looks like she's doing, you know, a lot of running inspired running to raise funds or something. So, you know, hopefully this will, you know, shed some light on that she can like make something good of it if not you know hey you know that's more more power to her um anyway uh the lupe fiasco thing too uh yeah it's obvious he's just using that as a ploy to sell records uh which look other than kick push i have i've not given him any kind of a listen uh but you know then hearing him in the news talking about all his views i really thought he was a political rapper but you know I'm, I'm almost glad I haven't heard any of his music because now I'm like, well, if she's just doing like body die nonsense rap and then coming out saying political things in the media, uh, that's like that's pretty much two stories. I don't need that, you know. So anyway, I'm getting my car looked at. The classic mobile's got to get the oil changed, so um, I won't be able to join the show live. But uh, shout out to the uh, TBGWT Nation out there. And I uh, you know, hope everyone has a great day. Enjoy the sushi. Peace. Peace. And uh, Classic and those guys are back um, on the coast of the podcast. Like, they just started their latest season. They had some replacements like 
you know, you have replacement refs. So y'all go check that out. And, and maybe I'm confused. We just don't do seasons, right? Because I'd be confused. They'd be like, yeah, new I season? I'd be like, um, I, don't, I didn't know. I didn't know how many episodes we're supposed to have on the season. Maybe I would think of like TV when they go seasons. I think only podcasters with kids do seasons. Like, okay. And okay. their kids is out of school. They got to stop. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Hey, Ryan, Karen. This is Carolyn. I'm just calling to say how much I love your show. And I'm usually in the chat, so I missed everything last week because I didn't see a single show live. And I realized how much I missed being in the chat room, Aww. responding back. I wanted to say stuff and chime in. And really what I wanted to say is that episode you had about not calling in about diarrhea, that's bullcrap. People call in all the time. And what they call in and say is they got the stomach flu or they got food poisoning. To me, that's just code for I'm peeing out my butt. <laughs> if anybody calls and say, oh, will you let someone go? No, I won't be in. Um, I think I ate something. I might have food poisoning. Ah. Even if it just means you're throwing up, to me, that means you got diarrhea. And if you ever, if anyone ever hears me calling for a stomach flu, I got diarrhea. It's not food poisoning. It's diarrhea. Anyway, I love the show, and I'm going to miss it again this week because y'all are late. Um, hope, Car- hope Can's car is better. Me too. And I'll see y'all in the chat tomorrow, hopefully. Yep. Off my fingers. 10 a.m. Peace. Yep. Show tomorrow, 10 a.m. Feminista Jones is the guest. Um, Yeah, and um, it's funny though because like y'all are kind of making my point for me though is like i'm not saying that people don't get diarrhea and call out but calling it the bug calling it code the, names, the stomach yeah. flu i'm saying you could call your boss with no shame and say hey i'm throwing up and i don't know what's going on but i i can't keep anything down i i can't come into work today hey i have a cold uh i'm i'm sick my yeah, I, I, I can't stop sneezing uh, I, I'm coughing all over the place. I got a fever. You can say that. You cannot say, yeah, I have uh, diarrhea, horribly vicious diarrhea. I cannot make it any day. Explosive no one, diarrhea. I'm not going to make it. Yeah, that <laughs> sentence has never come out of anyone's mouth about missing work. <laughs> I have explosive unless, diarrhea. I'll be back. <laughs> unless you work at a minimum wage job, but they don't give a damn. They yeah. might tell their bosses that. Yeah, last voicemail. What's up, Black Irish Nation? It's your boy, Corey. Memphis, also known as the Tickler. Tomorrow, Sunday, the Battle of Men. Giants versus Eagles. Rod, fuck your squad, son. I don't even know who's going to win. I'm just saying fuck your squad. Okay. That's how I roll. I holler. Well, first of all, Hakeem Nix isn't playing tomorrow. So uh, that's going to be interesting. That just came across the the, the, the news. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 if y'all expected me to talk some shit, uh, all I can tell you is I hate the Giants, but I don't feel that fucking confident about any Eagles game. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think of the last time I was like, we gonna whoop that ass, son. It's I, been a while. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen tomorrow. I'm gonna be rooting for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna be talking shit about the Giants. Mm-mm. Giants fans gonna come all in my timeline. They're gonna talk shit to me, especially if they got a lead. They're gonna go in on me. And if we fuck around and win because we have a habit of fucking around and beating the Giants. I don't know how. Because <laughs> we're not competently coached. I think Coughlin is a much better coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Eli Manning is a pretty clutch quarterback. Um, 
I think their defense, uh, for the most part, is designed to put pressure on the passer, and our offense passes way too fucking much. Uh, so it's like just textbook made for us to go out there and fuck up. But watch what happens. Like tomorrow, like Andy Reid will decide to run the ball 25 times with LaShawn McCoy. And then he he won't fuck up timeouts too bad. And like, uh, Eli fuck around and throw a pick or some shit. Like something weird will happen. We'll run back a fucking kickoff or something stupid. And then. When I go crazy at the end of the day, because I haven't talked shit all day, people are going to be like, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow him, unfollow. Like, just for talking shit back to the people that talk shit to me that when I wasn't saying nothing. So just leave me alone tomorrow and let me talk shit about my team. That's all I'm asking. Because that's all the thing I'm going to do is be like, God damn, man, we suck. That's probably, that's pretty much the extent of my Eagles game watching now. Unless... Ah. Like that last week, I turned the game off about a quarter in because I knew. No, it was two offensive drives in because I know Andy Reid enough. I knew what the fucking day was going to be like. We came out pass, 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 pass. Good night. Like we're not going to run the ball. We're going to get we about to go out here and get our ass whooped fucking around trying to throw the ball 50 times because Andy just can't fucking. You know what? That, I'll be mad tomorrow. I'm not ruining my day today. Um, <laughs> all right. So we also had some emails, um, the blackouts at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, we got to read those before we get out of here. Um, yes, sir. Got a few this week. Um, we, I found an old one. I accidentally put in the wrong folder from Uh-oh. like May. Oh, uh, it's going to get read now. A Aaron B said, Hello, Rod and Karen. This is Aaron B, a.k.a. Ashley3Classy on Twitter and the chat. Just wanted to say that the show has been classic lately since Simpin' Saturday. You guys have been on a roll. Remember that? I yeah, listen one to one of my favorite episodes, my personal favorite episodes. <laughs> I listen to your to you guys in the car instead of my regular radio. I just started a new job, and I'm one of three black people, of course. And the others say racist shit on a daily basis. And by others, he put in all caps, so I assume white people. First thing I heard literally was, you know, Obama was born in Iraq and it only gets worse. And while it's, oh, yeah. did they have Rush Limbaugh in the background <laughs> talking? <laughs> well, you know, they, I just got this news report, breaking news. They say Obama don't even speak English. So we don't understand what the hell he's talking about. Am I right, guys? And it only gets worse. Call in. <laughs> Call in. Kudos, Rush, kudos, kudos. They have to say kudos, Rush, so they don't spend no, five minutes they, pumping his head up. They say mega dittos. Oh, mega dittos. I thought yeah. it was kudos. They be like, mega dittos, Rush, so they won't spend five minutes gushing on how great he is. And it only gets worse, and while it's not all the time, and there are some cool dudes there, I just still, I still don't trust them. Mm-mm. We had a cookout at work, and we all had to bring something to it, so as a gesture of goodwill, what did I bring? An assorted cheese tray full of racism, calm, and goodness. <laughs> it was start. I was. It was the star of the show. They moved the burgers over, even set a vegetable platter next to it. Damn. So you know it's legit. Yes. And uh, and the other two black guys got the joke instantly and have never heard the show before. One even walked up to me and said, cheese, really? LOL. But I but thought I should would share the story and also would like to thank you for putting out a consistent product. And thank you to the chat for being so racist. Peace. <laughs> P.S. I live in Louisville, and that shooting was real life, man. If it was right next to elementary school, and they say it's only going to get worse this summer, but again, peace, y'all. Don't get kidnapped. I know it's so. Thank you, uh, Ashley Classy. Thank you. Uh, let's see. This one is 
from franny 619 she says hey rod and karen love the show as always so i couldn't sleep i came across this infomercial on bet of reverend peter popoff known for touching uh hurting people around the world touching people in what way lol shaking my fucking head pop off wow. somebody has been watching too many old bad girls club episodes ah dude looks like sandusky twin but dot with dyed hair oh. all i can say is white folks do the damnedest thing in my rod voice people ain't shit <laughs> take a look for yourself peter keep up the fantastic work you guys happy team happy 10 years to the realest couple i like to hear franny 619 well thank you very much uh franny and uh yeah i don't know what peter popoff does uh reaching out to hurting people uh hopefully not oh, hitting anyone but, i uh, hope not uh hopefully that's that i wonder if that's even his real name i don't know sound like a poor name yeah just walking around hitting people upside the head yeah. pop off pop off pop off for jesus pop pop it's like i've been having some trouble with sinning and uh you know i've been looking at women in lossful ways he's slapping upside the head pop off pop 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 it's like ah, uh, you know what, what? I, i'm here. cured i'm cured just please stop hitting me i know so great show guys as always 353 for my man clove aka nillazilla aka dr clove that's What's pimp up, name. clove that playback of the Mac was some gangster shit and had me laughing out loud at work. I'll be pretty Tony in this podcast pipping game with no shame. I know the rules to knocking and ain't mad at nobody. Ah, you know, that is a pimp name, Dr. Clove. Um, mm-hmm. being number two to your fans means the world to us and keep, keeps us close to you. Chonilla love is for everybody plus seven. LOL. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. Um, obviously, man, y'all know how we feel about Chonilla. Yeah. Uh, we love them. Surely ain't close. We love them a lot. And, uh, like, this is behind the scenes stuff, but they, like, made a joke or something on that show, and they just thought it might have sounded awkward or could have possibly been taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, like, we got, like, three, four different apologies and stuff. I was like, y'all don't have to do this. Oh, no. I trust y'all. <laughs> like, like I, I don't feel like I will ever be listening to an episode like, mm. what? Fuck that! No, we don't. We riding on Chonilla! No, like, we don't, never. We don't ever feel like anything comes from a malicious place at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't even know is. what they could say. Me I'm either. Trying to, I'm, I'm trying to think. No. I'm literally trying to think of things, and no. I'm sure people in the audience is like, what about this? Yes, mm-hmm. that too. I wouldn't yeah. even be mad. Mm-mm. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know what? And, and I told them, and I meant this, uh, Shirley and Clove, uh official um niggas they both are because right. chill calls and she calls them niggas uh like us we've been called a lot more yeah so i told them they have joined the club now they are officially family clove i don't agree with that you are not official nigga and do not tell anybody that i'm just gonna save your life <laughs> let these black people are always doing some y'all just like niggas to me no mm-mm, that's not how it works i mean in a hypothetical clove, manner per se clove embraces you know, his whiteness you, you and that's know, what i love about him you know that i am back here eating my bacon in the yeah. asylum mm-hmm. i see obviously because <laughs> clove about to get on the toronto uh, Shirley ain't about to be calling us but i ain't got no husband because he went out high-fiving people talking I, about he i'm got, a nigga he now got enough, he got more sense than that at least you but shit you better clove i'm helping don't believe them clove. i'm just kidding damn you stay white all right oh yeah he gonna he gonna stay white he gonna be the next one to call us call us in with a with spoken word probably yeah well we need clove to stay white because that's why i'm using to co-sign this credit for this house so <laughs> just stay white clove 
um he said stay black y'all and vote or don't who gives a fuck yeah, he's from Canada. <laughs> he don't care. Nope. <laughs> he's like, he's like, like I, if I was, but you know what? I guarantee every country outside of America wants Obama to win too, because they just like he cooler. I want to be having yeah, Mitt Romney like, come we, we visit. We don't want Mitt Romney come over here offending everybody, pissing everybody. Out. We gonna start war. They look like nigga. We is peaceful. It's not what even. Man? It's really not even about the wars and like the hate mongering. They just he not cool. No, he not gonna win, y'all. I'm just telling y'all, he not gonna win. That nigga win. I, I wish I could vote more than once. I yeah. would. If that nigga win, everybody should be shocked. Even he should be shocked. Like, God damn, I won? Like, come I, on. I said that again. He's not going to win. I'm sorry. Sorry, political people, to make it seem like it ain't close, but nigga ain't going to win. God damn, he a loser. Fucking up his own campaign. Nigga's ready to quit on his side and shit. Yeah. But like this, when you have people on your own party going, hey, you shouldn't say that. He's a fucking loser, man. They tried to put everybody on the Republican ticket ahead of this nigga, man. Everybody. You Herman know Cain was ahead of this dude. Everybody that, that eventually dropped out was ahead at some period of time. <laughs> Herman Cain had to get caught harassing seven women before they was like, all right. You got to go. If he hadn't did that, he'd have, he'd have, uh, Herman Cain would have still been running against him now. They had Newt Gingrich ahead of this dude. Get Word. the fuck out of here. Anyway. Stay black, y'all. Vote or don't vote. Who gives a fuck? Love always from your favorite semi-agnostic race treachery of a couple, Dr. C. Love. Pronounced Dr. C. Love. Um, and my, and my bottom chick, Shirley, <laughs> with a dollar sign for the S, y'all. Pronounced bitch. Be pimping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clove. see, this is why I love Clove. I like that it's Doctor C. Love. I thought it was Doctor Clove, so I, I learned something new today. Yeah, it's still Doctor Clove to me. Doctor not- C. Love. I like that. That's some pimping. It's not as good as Mister White folks, but that's up there. Ah, Doctor C. Love. Three sixty three. The First Amendment. Uh, from Brian or Brian. Oh, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but uh, it says Rod and Karen. I've been listening to your podcast for months and I have never wanted to respond to an episode more than I wanted to respond to this one. You guys have spoken about race, gender, gay marriage, the election, sports, but none of that is nearly as important as having the shits at work. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that Rod was sick at work earlier this week because coincidentally, I was not feeling too hot myself the other day. I have a work study job on campus as an office assistant, and I have had close calls with the campus food court in the past. But I am in my early 20s, so of course, YOLO. I feel you on that one. Yeah, YOLO to all the bad decisions. Like, should I eat the shrimp from the Chinese place? YOLO. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you're in your 20s, yes. Should I really go to the cab on non-chicken day? Oh, yeah, I ate some shrimp from the Chinese food court, uh, place in the food court in the mall one time, and no, that was not good. Mm-mm. That was a bad decision. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I made it through the afternoon. <laughs> like, literally, like 20 minutes in, it was like, go home. <laughs> right now. My, my coworker was there too. He was like, we gotta go home. I was like, I know, man, I'm dying. I decided to go with the burrito bowl for lunch that day, and a couple hours later, I began to hate myself for the decision. With a bubbly stomach, I delivered the department's mail while walking around like I had a pole up my ass. (laughs) I could have easily said I wasn't feeling well like Rod and just gone home. I'm a student. They don't really care. But no, I got to make this paper. So what did I do? I spent my entire shift finding excuses to leave the office and tiptoeing to the bathroom in shame. I apologize if the viewer count just went down because of the shit talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it needed to be said having the shits at work in school are the worst because most of the times you can't just walk out and leave for extended time women talk about childbirth but i'm putting holding in explosive diarrhea at the workplace and tops them for my pain obviously it. a joke but seriously fuck those burrito bowls thanks guys love the show <laughs> well brian look man first of all i'm glad you're talking about it open because us shitters i'm tired of us being in the closet no more shitting in the closet people we're going to take no our more. freedom <laughs> we're coming out uh listen to feedback from a man sterling I, I think I played uh, Borderlands 2 with Sterling the other day. That brother knows some shit about some Borderlands. He was like, oh, what about this gun? Go to this mission. Run up here to the left, down. I was like, God damn, this nigga good. I didn't even feel like I had to do nothing. I was playing my own game. Just like, I'll watch you. Kill. Yeah, go kill them. Sure. Ah! Like, you want me to go up here and turn this in? Sure. That's fine. So I'll just, I'm just going to run by all these, uh, all these monsters. Do I get the... Uh, do I get the experience points for that? Yes. Yeah, I'm cool with Go that. Go ahead and kill them. I'll stay back here and heal. Um, <laughs> first off, my wife and I love the show. Let me tell y'all what I think is amazing about it. I remember listening to like episode 40 something and feeling like this was some amazing pirate radio shit. Something I found out by mistake and only a privilege for you knew about. Now I hear people call in and talk about the Blackout Tips Nation. That's fucking awesome. I love that y'all are getting such a huge audience. I saw you two grow from a one-hour show to three-and-a-half-hour shows and be just as funny. Y'all niggas are consistently funny three hours at a time, three days a week. I've seen comedians that can't be funny for 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> not to mention y'all niggas got sponsors and good ones, too. I remember the first show mentioning Shadow Dog Productions and saying to myself, who the fuck is these crack-ass crackers? And then I actually... <laughs> Then I actually gave them a shot, like y'all said, and the niggas make quality products. They do. On top of that, y'all got Adam and Eve now. You guys are seriously winning. Just caught up on the last few episodes, I gotta say. Episode 359. When Rod said, nothing stronger than a father and daughter's love. (laughs) 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 On that one article, I laughed so hard I dropped my Borderlands 2 disc because of that shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that one about the mm. the lady who was married to her father. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm. Episode three sixty three, nigga, wiki that shit was a phrase I never thought I would hear, but will start using regularly, right along with Nicole Simpson can't rap and cucumbers taste better pickled. Um, and ah. on the last episode, I thought Imodium is how we got on the internet in the 90s. Man, that line had me laughing hard as shit. Also, I think I donated a couple of times and copped the safe hook hoodie. So, pending y'all approval, i like to ask for the title of official New York Giants fan of the show. He's yours. Mm. Looks like he beat out the tickler, Corey, that called in and talked all that shit. Mm-hmm. You can have it. Y'all be safe in these podcast streets. Sterling, P.S. Sorry the email was long. I was trying to be as concise as possible. Oh, now nah, you find out. Look, like, look, we read some long ass emails, and yeah, let me tell you long. something. It's a pleasure, and especially the entertaining ones. Keep go on, keep doing them. Yeah. Yes, because you, Professor you, know, you guys has, are funny. Professor LCH has some long emails that are hilarious, yes, insightful, they, and yes. thoughtful from the, the 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 word one to the end. Yes. So the she, email can be as long as it needs to be. be yeah. To be and good. I love Professor LCA. She be giving me new vocabulary. I was looking at her like, what the fuck yeah. is that? I don't know. What I know what a smilodon was. Me either. First time I read that shit, I was like, smilodon, if you say so. 
<laughs> I will smile. She's smiling and donning. I guess yeah. so. Smile on Don. He's a he must be a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, right? I had to go look it up. Yes. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. And don't forget, like Mike Felder, whose email is up next. We've uh this dude types a dictionary from his BlackBerry. So Which I don't understand. <laughs> you know, this it, it happens. I mean, People write long robot emails. thumbs. We'll figure it out. Oh yeah, we'll work with you. We yeah. we we love the feedback. Keep them coming, y'all. If it was too long, we'll just pretend you never sent it and be like we ain't get it. No, I'm just joking, guys. <laughs> we read them all. Work bully from Mike Felder. What up, Rod and Karen, on this great day to be a Mike Felder? Work bullies are terrible. To be a yes, it is. It's a, shit is always great. I know Mike Felder to wake up going. It is great being Mike on this Felder. great day, the seventh day of fall that we are gathered it here feels today good to be being Mike Felder. On the day that we are gathered here today to be gathered for what it is today that gathering is for today mm-hmm. to be here. If Mike Felder's up, there's drinking involved. Work bullies are terrible. I had a guy who was a meathead from Philly who had a complex. When I started my old job, I got fast-tracked for manager because I was smart, charismatic, college-educated. He couldn't get on track and was, like, 10 years older than me and had worked for the company for, like, six years. He was a dick to everyone else, but the guy but the guy Rob mentioned who was cussing coworkers out and all that jazz. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like that dude. He did it to everyone except me. He tried once, and I looked at him and said, bitch, I'm not the one, and that was that. <laughs> So that's my bully story. I probably it probably isn't very good compared to some people's as my girlfriend reminds me time and again. Mike Felder doesn't know about being bullied because he never has been. My life is hard, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Like I've never you had to nip that in the butt. And I think yeah, I've like, never worked for the guy who cursed me out. Yeah. All those dudes seem a little bit scared of me. Like, oh, calm down, big fella. I- I apologize. Yeah, because you look scary. I mean, I don't mean that in a bad yeah. way, but, you know, they look at you. I don't think I look scary, but fine. That's fine. I mean, you don't look scary to me. I, maybe I look scary like the black dudes on yeah, uh, yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You that <laughs> he clean, black, y'all. Run. You that, you that clean cut scary, if that even exists. Listen, Sons of Anarchy. I am here to tell you it's about to be a show down <laughs> I will take my drugs now. All of the shipment. That's all <laughs> of them. Anytime you pronounce your P's and your T's and shit. All of the shipment. Like, Don't you hear me, my brother? <laughs> uh, as for Lady Gaga, her point was about battling. Yeah, too educated for that show. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, as for Lady Gaga, her point was about battling bulimia in her past. Not having it now. This new movement for her started after the media began ripping her for gaining 25 pounds and calling her fat. She said she was happy with her body how it is and took the pictures and then said it's better to be happy with your body and the battle disorders to fit in like she tried when she was a teenager. Yes, Lord, I learned that while grocery shopping and reading US we- Us Weekly. <laughs> yeah, Mike Felder is a white woman inside. I've known this for oh, years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is nothing new. He, ha- yeah. he has that inner white privilege. Yes, he does. Yeah. Like, maybe y'all are learning something about him right mm-hmm. now, but this is all shit that I knew mm-hmm. from the first email he sent us. Um, But, yeah, I'm not... Listen, I don't want y'all guys to think I think she's, like, making it up or mm-hmm. she's, like, faking it. I just think that it's one of those things where... um, oh, wait, oh, wait, I'll take it back. I'm not saying she's making up that she used to be bulimic or she's dealt with body issues or anything. I'm saying like she is about to make a bunch of money off of that audience. Like 
you know that and that because you have to make everything viable and mm-hmm. maybe i'm too cynical but like you know when i see certain shit i'm like yeah that, that they're about to try to make that a sell thing like uh rihanna and chris brown turned that domestic violence incident into years and years of media coverage ab- about them while they are mediocre to terrible singers like if you were just leaving it to that talent it's like what the fuck you care about rihanna for i know it's so what you Other care about chris brown good. for I'm not saying they beat each other to be like, I'm going to get in the news, but like, yeah, they have been playing that up as like, you know, hey, album's coming out, time to do some shit talking about Chris Brown. Oh, yeah, Rihanna getting ready to come out with a new album, so yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see what happens, you know, I, I guess I just don't expect these singers to be around 20 years from now and us to be like, man, Chris Brown, one of the best performers of all time, blah, blah, blah. No. I just expect us to be like, yeah, 10 years later, we'll be like, yeah, Chris Brown, he was cool when he was around. He was good at dancing. That, yeah, dancing. That's right, dancing. You know, but I expect like, I, I, and I like that first CD. After that, it was bullshit. But I expect Jill Scott to be able to like Have work for the rest of her life. That's right, and to be sixty and still be able to sing her ass off. Yes, uh, Erica Badu. I expect her to be able to sing. I don't expect uh, Rihanna to to be considered one of the elite divas of of R and B. Oh no, you know, and uh, yeah, now, I don't know about Chris Brown's albums. I don't listen to him, but he can't sing. I know that much. No, he can't. So, but I, I really, really like the production of the first one. After that, yeah, was you like, like the beats and shit. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It. niggas yeah, no. don't really be like Chris Brown so talented with that singing. Like nobody no, says that. Chris Brown don't be blowing. Mm-mm. Lastly, restraining orders. They're not easy to get. In North Carolina, we have two types and both require heavy documentation and procedure to get them. One is a standard can't come within XX feet of the person or their house or their place of employment. Two is an electronic restraining order. It's new and deals with cyber stalking via text messages, Facebook, etc. I'm not sure at all of the specific, about all the specifics needed but i do know that they're not easy to obtain last thing in regards to obama in 2016 i give you this gem uh i guess it's a twitter uh status from some dude named mr wonka something and uh it's condescending wonka says i'm surprised obama isn't using once you go black you never go back as his campaign slogan um (laughs) Ah. He said, bold, huh? Keep up, keep it real, keep it tight, keep it real tight. I'm out. Blow. Yeah, I, I can't front, man. Like, I just, I'm not surprised by anybody that's, um, saying anything racial or whatever, uh, about this, you know, Obama and even the people that are saying stuff like, kill that nigger. I'm just like, I'm not shocked. I don't know what to, what to do to be shocked. So, anyway. Me too. We're going to be back tomorrow, 10 a.m., with Feminista Jones as we our guest. Will, bright and early. So hopefully you guys will be here. Uh, we'll have her probably for about an hour, and then we'll go on with the rest of the show. Um, and uh, after that, we're going to watch football and see if the Eagles can not fuck up too bad against the Giants. Yeah. That and, would be nice. Yes. And, uh, yeah, this Sunday, we hopefully should start the show on time. Yeah. So theblackouttips.com. Um, check out Vocal tomorrow. Uh, subscribe. You know, five star reviews on iTunes. Email us theblackouttips at gmail dot com. The show number seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. And um, we will talk to you guys in the morning. Until next time, love you. You too. Mwah.
time froze I stared off the stage with my eyes closed And dove into the deep cosmos The impact pushed back the first five rows But before the raw live shows I remember eyes alone, snot nose, rocking gazelle Goggles and eyes I closed Learning the ropes against old survival People not the situation I had to slide through Had to watch my back, my front, plus my side too When it came to getting mine, I ain't trying to argue Sometimes I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for you Hip-hop, you the love of my life, and that's true and that's When true. I was handling the shit I had to do It was all for it you, all from, from the door for you Speaking through, you getting paper on tour for you From the start, thought was down by law for you Used to hit up every corner store war for you We ripped shit and kept it hardcore for you I remember late night, steady rocking the mic Hip-hop, you the love of my life So tell the people like that, yo And it sounds so nice Hip-hop, you the love of my life We about to take it to the top to my guy Regan, I see we're desperately seeking to organize enough confusion, using no protection, told on resurrection, caught in the hype Williams and lost her direction, getting eight in sections where I would eat her, under the counter love, so silently I treat her, her daddy a beat her, eyes off her, in the mix on tape, niggas had her in the buck, when we touch it was more than just a fuck, the police in her, I found peace, like Malcolm in the East, seen her on the streets of New York, tricking off, tried to make a hit with her, but my dick went soft, moving Wait, lose weight, not picky with who she choose to date. Too confused to hate. With a struggle, I've been late close to 30. Most of the niggas she know is dirty. Having more babies than Lauren. She started showing early. As of late, I realized that this is a fate or destiny. To bring the best to me, it's like God is testing me. In retrospect, I see she brought life and death to me. Peace to us collectively. Live and direct when we perform. It's just coffee shop chicks and white dudes. Over her, I got into it with that nigga Ice Cube. Not a fight move to in life, making the right moves. Besides God and family, you my life's true. Like that, like that, like that, like that. Hip hop, 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 h